Yeah, I was. Um, you know, I, I knew it hurt. And I knew I had some options, but um, I just didn't feel like I was done playing football. You know, I, I really felt that I wanted to come back. I was excited about this team, and and I just I just didn't feel like I was done. I don't feel like I'm done playing football yet. So um, if, if it was a thought, it wasn't a long one uh, to really stop. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. I <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, Wolf wants to do Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Jet. <laughs> oh, you can start with the Lysol already. Oh, he's just killing me with so that. So the doors break on through to the other side, and, and we are breaking on through wow. to the other side. Uh, That's you like know, a fog machine yeah, in here. Yeah, but yeah, well, it, it's the best uh, killer of the coronavirus, the Lysol. Yeah, that, that's what I heard. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Ben was talking about his injury at length yesterday. And, uh, yes. you, know, you know, when he threw that at Seattle, uh, he had shooting down – he's – pain shooting down his elbow but that was uh his elbow was uh you know i think it was partially torn uh, well he said he had had in that interview now he talked uh, about a number of things and number one was and we've talked about this we talked about it last year he had some pain from some several years with that arm yeah you know you go back and you you listen to him talk about yeah he he cut back throwing in the off season stuff like that right and i think there was probably some damage on the microscopic level you know the subcellular level where you've got some damage occurring to those forearm flexors right he tore three of the five right right i mean that's you know like you said it's not got any kind of fancy tommy john name to it yeah um it's uh but 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 there may may be name it uh the Ben Roethlisberger's surgery, or it could be the triflexera. <laughs> yeah, triflexera. You know, um, I, I was the, the when Ben injured his elbow and he rehabbed, uh, and he is throwing the ball now. Right. It took me back to when Terry. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw. Uh, you know, tore his elbow up. Right. And um, uh, the Jets game. Where uh, we 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 started Terry uh, Chuck started Terry right and uh, he was throwing all over the field but then he threw one uh, at the at, I think it was wasn't the to touchdown Calvin one Sweeney Calvin Sweeney he just he gunned it he, yeah. he let it go and and then he uh, he tore up his elbow again uh, so you know that makes me uh, a little concerned. But the surgery is much better this uh, Well, here's the whole thing about it. There's a couple things. I don't think – I'm not sure that Terry had the same thing. Yeah. All right? You know, the flexor muscle ligaments. Yeah. yeah. The ligamentation there. Okay? So the fact is, um, Terry also went with a minor bird instead of, like, surgery. And I think maybe that was the difference. Well, he had surgery. He had surgery. He had a little bit of surgery. It wasn't the real – it never came back. Even in the off season, yeah. you know, the thing hadn't come back. Right. And then I think he just he went too early to the minor bird with Cope. Right, right, you right. Know, do you remember remember when we were in the in the trainer's room, we were right. getting taped and, and Chuck came in while yeah. Cope was doing his minor bird thing with Bradshaw yeah, inside? Yeah. yeah. The look on Chuck's face was priceless. Yeah. I mean it was absolutely
absolutely priceless. He walked in, looked over. He sees Terry with his red man cap on, having a chaw with the minor bird sitting on his elbow. Because they did the it elbow. outside, yeah. you know, and then they were in the training room later on. Right. And he's got that minor bird sitting on his elbow, and Cope's like cackling away and everything like that. And, and I remember Chuck just looking so disgusted yeah, with but- the whole thing. But, but you know, he started the game against the Jets, yes. and we were going to run the ball, uh, but he started throwing the ball. He did. He, he, now, he, think about it. The yeah. whole week long, Chuluch, what did we hear? Yeah. Don't run. let anybody. No, no. Don't. Yeah, but, run the ball, but don't let anybody hit Terry. Yeah. Don't, don't let it, You tackle him. You do whatever. Yeah. Don't let him hit Terry. And yeah. by golly, we yeah, we did, did, we except did it. one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, no, we, wait a minute. That's when he blew his elbow. No, he yeah, didn't we, blow it we, out we, on a hit. We, we didn't give up a sack. That's right. That's uh, right. Okay. But uh, Terry sat down, I think, in the second quarter after he threw a touchdown pass to Kevin yeah, Sweeney. Two of them. Yeah, he threw uh, um, uh, Garrity. Yes. Uh, and, and Calvin. And Calvin Sweeney. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, it was a great game. And so when he was sitting down, I I I I got next to him and I said, uh, um, "Hey Terry, I thought you were going. I thought we were running the ball." And he said, "Tunch, you know me. I ain't no mailman. I'm a gunslinger." And I said, "Terry, he that, let it go. That, that you are. He did. Yeah. And that was a great game. Yeah. You know, even though it was Terry's last game, but that was I remember that December fifteenth, nineteen eighty three. For whatever, it just sticks in my gourd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dates yeah, do. yeah, yeah. But the thing that you have to realize, and it was that, the last game in Shea Stadium. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Remember when you and me was talking to Marty Lyons yeah. after the game? The we took off tackle. our helmets. Oh, people were coming by trying to grab the chin strap and yeah. all kinds of stuff, and then people were like uh, cutting their chairs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they jack hammers and and sledgehammer little, little hammers you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and and marty lyons said put your helmets back on yeah, and he said time to go boys yeah when some guy some little guy tried to grab his chin strap yeah, off yeah, of him yeah he's marty was big boy he right, was you yeah. know six five almost 300 pounds yo and when the when the fans uh the jets fans stormed the uh uh, the field that was cool. Oh, it was uh, you know, but no, no one came up to me and uh, tried to take my no. chin strap. No, they, they, <laughs> they, they didn't bother us. They, they didn't want. To, they didn't but want you to know steal. What was a crazy? I hated Shea for this reason. Yeah, remember the Jets taking off. Yeah, the yeah. Jets would fly over and it would drown out the snap count, like just out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it would go blank as the jet just roared over the stadium. That was original crowd noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were pumping in crowd noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how often those jets took off when the jets had the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, that that, that, that it happened. It happened. Did it happen? Yeah, yeah, it happened. Uh, you yeah, know yeah, what? you know what? And you didn't even wear a tinfoil uh, you, cap. You, you know what? And, and, and the uh, uh, the fight uh, when we were walking down into the locker room chuck was being interviewed oh and oh, the oh. guy was the guy that was had like 10 cops yeah, hanging on him because yeah. it was in the tunnel yeah and we were going no actually it was after the game yeah we were coming right. out to after them but I, we we're coming out to the bus yeah and chuck was being interviewed by uh, a pack of reporters outside because they didn't have interview rooms like they right, do now right right and so we're standing there, we're like going Where's the bus? And all of a sudden, you hear this disturbance coming up. Yeah. Now, Chuck is only probably 10, 15 yards away from you and me, right? And all these reports, there's probably like 30 guys yeah, around him. right. And so he's standing there talking. It's a gangbang. Yeah, and you hear this, like, scuffle going on and some yelling. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you see this guy. And cussing. Yeah, and this guy's got, you know, cop holding each arm. Yeah. And there's several of them, you know, and they're dragging him along, and he's being really rowdy and stuff like that. And he gets... 
even with the press conference. Yeah. And he looks over, and the press conference stops. Chuck looks over at him because he's creating so much noise. He looks over at Chuck. Chuck looks over at him, and he goes, great game, coach. And he starts wrestling with the cops again. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, Ben uh, um, Ben uh, – Threw the ball and he lost three ligaments. Uh, you know, and and I I am. He didn't impressed. lose them. He tore them. Yeah, he tore them. They were still there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, um, like he had to go looking for. But them. you know, he he. You know, th- last year, I respected what Ben did. He was on the sidelines oh, yeah. all the time. He was talking to Randy Feedner. Yep. He was talking to the wide receivers. He was talking right. to the quarterbacks. Right. He was helping and he was like a coach. And he and he explained that uh, when you're playing, you don't have a lot of time to talk with uh, uh, the coaches and uh, the wider outs and the offensive line. But when you're on the sidelines, you can see the big picture. And he, the, he, you know, and I think that made him better. Kevin Colbert said it made him better, and uh, he said it made him better because he was looking at the big picture. Well, let's also look at the fact, uh, you know, you you just took a year off. Yeah. Uh, you, the abuse of a year yeah. has now been laid to rest. Right. You know, you don't you didn't trash yourself physically, metabolically, all yeah. the other things that can happen. Yeah. Right. So you come back. This seventeenth year is like your sixteenth year. Right, right, you right. Know, it's not about you know, the the thing about it is he wasn't he wasn't hit and roughed up much. You know, what I mean you just get bumped around that yeah. he didn't go through a punishing season. Yeah. So it's like he said, what I thought I thought the greatest comment was when they asked him though about preseason and he said I bet you you're not. You're a little surprised. You're a 17th year player. Say uh, I'm. I'm missing the preseason. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Because <laughs> yeah, you'd like to get back out there and get in the saddle. Yeah. You you want to get in the saddle again? Absolutely. And, uh, you know he was he he's driven. Uh, you know when you miss one year, but we didn't miss it. We didn't miss a year. Uh, but but I think when you miss a year. You come back hungry, right? Oh, yeah, no you, you come back hungry. Uh, you know, we we missed a couple of games uh, uh, in our careers, but we never missed a year, right? Uh, and uh, uh, you know, he's driven, and he's you know he he's not done playing football. He, he and said he said his arm feels really good, right? It feels great. Yes. Uh, you know, he used uh, the word great. Yeah. Uh, you Think know. about this, Chaluch, though, okay? You're 38 now. You're, yeah. You're, and, and Ben said, one of the things I love, he said, I want lim- some Lombardies, and he yeah. said that's plural. Yeah. You know, um, think about it. What's your legacy? Because this is what it's about now. Right, right, right. And I think I think in 17 years, you go a long ways from being the young rookie and all the adulation, yeah. all the great stuff and this and that. But when you get up to where he's at, now you're looking and going, kind of legacy am i leaving and i think he's made such profound changes in his life right and has grown so much and has grown into the leadership role yeah yeah that you look at what he wants to do now this is all about the leadership and getting guys in line and heading for the lombardis as yeah. he says and he loves jesus amen uh, you know when yeah. when, when the man, up him, man. yeah I, I interviewed him and he looks trim 
Yeah, we we, we he looked. <laughs> Do you remember? We're now. You gotta understand. We did this by uh, Zoom on yeah. Zoom TV. So you and I are shooting the the prelim, right? You know, right. ahead of time. He comes walking. He's he's standing outside, banging on the door. Nobody's letting him in. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were filming this thing up at Victory Church. At Victory and, Church. And so yeah. he comes in and he stands up, and we're we're starting to talk about him, laughing because we know he's right off right. You know, camera. And we're doing the, the introduction. And we're doing, doing the introduction thing. It was fun. It yeah. was totally fun. It was a great interview with him. Yeah. And I thought he did a great job and what i'm saying is this is where he is now you know he's gone from the gunslinger and the 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 warrior status and all that stuff now he's 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 the king and the sage yeah you know i mean he's a sage yeah he has gone to that sage stage where i you know i think he's got so much to give this team not just in his physical performance but his mere presence around uh i think is is a lifter to all the other men do you think he's going to be on a pitch count I would think early yeah, on you yeah. got you got to have a pitch count, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. I mean, I would call up. You know what? We had Clint Hurdle there. Yeah. We should have. You know, Clint. Hey, Clint. What, would you put him on a pitch count? Yeah. Because on count, you put pitchers on. Pitch yeah, counts. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, there is no one on ones, no seven on sevens right. early in camp. So this is gonna be helpful to him. Sure. Uh, you know, he's and not- I hope he doesn't fall prey to. Like overstressing it. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Hold back there, you know? Yeah. Pull uh, back you, on the reins. You know, uh, one of the things, uh, uh, he, he, he can, it's a gradual run up. Uh, you know, the gradual run up for uh, the uh, the team. Right. But he is having a gradual run up because. Your microphone is moving, man. Yeah, yeah. It's driving well, me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the thing's rocking well, back yeah. and forth. And I'm, it's like, Going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the bobbing microphone. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you know, uh, he's he's gonna not uh, stress that arm early in camp. He's got to yeah. withhold himself. He can't. You can't fall prey to. Let me just let this big dog feed, man. Go boom and throw it. That that could be bad. Yeah. So I think the more that he's got restraint, and I think because you know you're 38. You know, it's not like when you're 30 or 28, 27, you know, and you think, uh, you know, you're both six feet or 10 feet tall and bulletproof, you know? Yeah. You know, he said uh, uh, when you're older, you have to be in great shape. Right. Uh, you know, I, I played the game when I was 36. And I was, you know, you know, you, you always are in shape. We always were in shape because we were afraid not to be in shape. Not only that, you couldn't survive. Yeah. You could not survive. Yeah. This is the thing that I kept trying to stress this offseason, talking to other people, and we, we got the conversations about it. You, you understand, okay, maybe you've got nobody sitting there telling you got to run yeah. or telling you – but you knew what lay at the end of the tunnel. Right. And that was a Chuck Knoll camp. Yeah. And that was your true north because you knew that it's not a matter of, like, going out there and, and survive or, you know, being able to uh, thrive. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to survive. That's yeah. one of the things that amazed me. Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to have your, your, your ability to play practice in, practice out twice a day. Right. And you don't you don't get that from, you know – occasionally running and stuff like that right. and there's a different mindset there a survival mindset is different than okay it's camp we'll get run up and you got yeah. phase two and then we got phase three no this was you had to survive the run test which was difficult right and the next morning was oklahoma yeah so uh, and you know the head, but uh, uh, capital of the world was in uh, Latrobe. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and uh, 
Uh, George Perlis made those guys, oh, made those defensive headbutts. And uh, Dunny said uh, he was, when he was a rook, he, he took all the headbutts. And uh, he said uh, he, was, he had a headache. Oh, there's no question. Look, the game is advanced beyond that. But it, going back to what we were originally talking about, and, and one of the things that I, I thought was so uh, demonstrative with Ben was this is about leadership and how he, I thought it was pretty cool how he approached the uh, press conference. Right. You yeah. know, there was, there, how about the humility and saying, I'm a yeah. little nervous. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is uh, this new territory coming back after a year off. And he said he feels young. He looks young. He looks young. Not not like you. You look old. Me, I look older. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we're, we're old. <laughs> oh, we're that's in our right. 60s. I you know, well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm I'm a number now. <laughs> 62. Yeah. We got some work to go to get to mine. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I I just think uh, Ben's going to have a big year. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited. revved up because yeah. of seeing him yesterday. Watching him throw and everything, right. man, he is the missing element. Think about what the defense can do yeah. when you've got more than 13, 14 points to play with. Yeah, and we're we're gonna uh, talk about Matt Canada and his. Uh, oh, Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matty, he, he's uh, he's from New Palestine, Indiana. He's a Midwestern guy. He's not even from Canada? No, he's not Canada. Oh, I thought maybe he was from Canada. No, he's not Canada. Well, he looked a little Canadian. No, know? he doesn't look Canadian. Sure. He's like, he, Tell me he wouldn't wear a toque if he was north of the border. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's... You he, know, he'd be wearing a toque. He, he played at IU. IU. Huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to uh, come back with uh, continuing on uh, Ben's interview. Uh, and, uh, you know... We're big on Ben. We think he's going to have a big year. All right, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. When I get older, losing my head many years from now. You know, I, I do think that I can can be better um, than I've been in the past. Um, you know, not dealing with a nagging elbow is, is is definitely something. I'm not saying that it was every day that it bothered me, but um, to feel healthy, to feel um, more in shape, things like that. Um, obviously you can't turn back father time and make myself feel like I'm 21 and run all over the field. But uh, I think you can go on the field even at an older age and, and still feel really good. And I feel that way right now. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Ben feels Doesn't good. this put you to sleep? What? The no, Beatles. No. You and the Beatles. What's I up with you Beatles. and the Beatles? Yeah, I love the when Beatles. When I'm 64. Yeah. When you're 62. Well, yeah, when I'm, I'm 62, and uh, we, we're, we're, we're projecting... Uh, you know, Ben's not 64, but he's 38. But in football age, that's old. That is old. Uh, but he's uh, he feels young. Uh, and uh, do you think Tom Brady feels young still? You know, when I was watching him throw the ball, he threw the ball a lot yesterday in practice. And LaShawn McCoy said, uh, uh, you know, he is so competitive. He gets everybody around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And uh, he's like a general, he said. Right. Yeah. Right. And he. Though there are few players 
in the league that their mere presence lifts everybody around them. I mean, I shouldn't say few. Every team's got somebody that is really a, you know, a multiplier. As we've talked about, we got your multipliers, dividers, adders, and subtractors. Yeah, yeah. And you have a whole blend of that on your team. Yeah. But a guy like Brady, and I wonder, you you keep saying New England guys are opting out. There's yeah. eight guys now. Right, yeah. The, opting out because because uh, but Brady you, you left. Gotta, you could make so much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, they're 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 they have no chance for the Super Bowl now. And that's why they're opting out. Uh that's hard to believe. That's yeah. like that's like unbelievable. Yeah. Do you think maybe Belichick has some evil plan about throwing the season to yeah. get a first round draft pick? Yeah, you know, um I I wonder how Belichick is feeling right now without Brady, uh without uh Gronk and with eight opt outs. I you know, I I'm I you know it's he's, gotta be kind he, of a funky feeling. Yeah, for yeah, him. yeah. But I digress. I didn't mean to derail you from where we were well, going. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. okay we're, we're, well, it's, it's a show. Well, okay. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. but I just of course, you know, you got some uh, plans, and so I didn't want to, you know, mess up the plans. No, you're not messing up the plans. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about Ben. Yeah. We're talking about the fact that he felt a different pain. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that was interesting, because the first, when he said that, and I remember, I was on the sidelines when he came by, and he was holding his arm, and I, I was like, mm, that didn't look good, because right. on account, he was in some real pain, because yeah. the shooting pain down the arm. You know, it reminded me, remember in training camp when I blew out my ACL? Yeah. When uh, uh, Gerald Williams landed on my back when Terry Long uh, put, you know, uh, got beat to the inside and he jumped and f- so and it blew out. And I remember, and what, what the whole thing about it was, there, there was a, a, a serious pain that shot through my leg. And I remember Chuck saying, walk it off. And I remember getting up going, because I heard the twang of that tendon. Tear. Yeah, yeah. I heard that thing go in my head. I'm telling yeah. you. That was wild. The that ligament. Yeah, no. and that tendon went, man. I knew it. It's not a tendon; it's a ligament. Okay, tendon, yeah. ligament, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was, it twanged. Yeah, you know, because you know the the thing about it is, if you got the tendonitis, right, um, that just inflames it, right. But if you got ligamentitis, is that like infl- inflammation of the ligament? You, you know, I was, these are things that bother you're me. You're a doctor. Right? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I just think that you know. I like to know things. You know, you know, people want to inquiring minds want to know. I want to go back to LaShawn McCoy. He said that Brady was uh, ultra competitive. Uh, he's demanding. It's his team. He's working hard, and it, you know he gives instruction to all the guys. And he, LaShawn said, the the way he's competitive. I'm competitive now because mm-hmm. he dragged me in. And uh, I think it's B.A. said, don't be awestruck by Brady. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. can see B.A. saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about it is, I, and do you think B.A. is going to wear, like, one of those windshields? Yeah, you know. Because B- Andy Reid is. Yeah, Andy Reid is. Uh, he, he wore uh, that uh, uh, hazmat shield okay uh you know i think all, all the old coaches are gonna wear that okay yeah because they the, you know the, the it's the, the tom protection. moore won't I, you watch tom moore he won't do it i remember in winter because tom moore would always say i'd go tom it's december why don't you have a hat on he yeah. says they made me wear a hat in the army for four years and i said i ain't doing it no more and i've never worn a hat since yeah <laughs> So one of the uh, one of the the questions that Ben was asked: um, Can you keep up with Baltimore and Kansas City? 
Uh, and he says, we have to do what we can. And he's excited about where the offense is going. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. Uh, there's elements that Lamar Jackson brings into the game yeah. that you can see, you know, is, is pretty exciting over there, right? But who and what do you have to be able to um, do similar things here? Well, one of the things, again, I go back to, and I, I, wow, I can't believe Matt Canada isn't from Canada. Yeah. That really just took me for a moment there. Yeah. But the fact is, um, that guy there, uh, listening to him talk and knowing Randy Feetner, and knowing that uh, Randy and, and Matt are getting their minds together about right. it. And they both seem to be copacetic with each other. You know, yeah. There's got to be a certain sense of humility in saying, okay, I want to listen to your input, and I want yeah. you to know that your input is important to me. Whether it's Randy talking to Matt or Matt talking to Randy. Right. You've got to be able to have that sort of open uh, relationship so that you know you are not getting stubborn and stuck on certain principles. We've seen it before right. in, our, in our past when – Got, c- coaches were stuck on their certain things that they won't budge on. Right. When you know it could be <laughs> co- Coach Knoll, <laughs> you know, he yeah. won't budge on certain yeah. things. Um, but the fact of the matter is, I believe that uh, there is some great elements that Matt can bring to um, Randy and that Randy can incorporate. And I think Matt's going to be able to take some of what, uh, obviously, what Randy has uh, got in his mind and add that to his arsenal. And it all comes through Ben. Yeah. Let's face it. Ben is the guy that you're missing. Ben is what you missed pre-snap last year. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, and then Ben, you know, he was talking about Ike. Uh, he has a young room, and uh, you know, he talking about Ike Hilliard. Yeah, no. he'll, he'll, Ike Hilliard, the wide receiver coach. And uh, Ben said uh, he's going to be a great coach because he's a great communicator, and he's a great guy, and he's a smart guy, and he played uh, 12 years and he coached. Uh, for ten years, and uh, and he was talking on the playing field uh, and the rotation of the receivers, and he trusts uh, I Killyard to uh, be the one to rotate the receivers. Uh, so you know, it's it, it's uh, it's it's good. Well, I Killyard. Here's what's interesting to me. You look at this guy. Um, where did where did the great success with our offensive line really take off? Munch. Yeah. All right? What what was so key about Munch? Yeah. Having been there, done that, and yeah. done it for a long time. Yeah. All right? You understand that, number one, you don't want to upset guys when they come to the sidelines. They're already upset. You don't want to create more furor. You don't want to create more uh, conversation where people are, are getting hyper about stuff. Right. You want to tone it down so you can get the information to each other quickly and accurately right. Right. and not have disinformation flying around because you're upset about something. And, and I think I kill you is one of those guys. You talk about the communication. That's what's important. You know, and it seems Ike, Matt Canada, and Randy Feedner are all copacetic with uh, nice choice of uh, yeah, words. the player. Yeah, you always nice. use copacetic. Um, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. Reader's Digest. Right. May of 1974, copacetic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, 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 just, I just think uh, the way this uh, – the coaching staff is uh, – Coming together. Coming together yeah, uh, is uh, really great, and I, I think it's going to be great. And I think they're, I think the Steelers are going to have a great year because, I, I, you know, Matt Canada is a great guy. You saw that interview. Uh, Ike Hilliard's a great guy. You saw that interview. Right. 
Uh, Randy Feedner's a great guy. We know that. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, uh, and, and uh, Ben's a great guy, and we know that. So we got great guys together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing that I really like, and when I, when, when I see this, I, again, I go back to Ike Hilliard and his ability to communicate with the players because he's barely a decade out of the league, Yeah. right? That's automatic respect. He's a 12-year guy. Double-digit guys, that's automatic respect. Right, right. Uh, he was a first-rounder. He understands the pressure of being – you know, the guy. And yeah. I think he's going to be a great boon to Juju. He had eight surgeries. He knows what it's like to come back after an off year, right. that being Ike, right? Yeah. I think he's going to be able to parlay that with some, you know, something that he, he, he and Juju can hang and bond over, essentially. Right. But the point is, when he talks about the little nuances of route running, of timing, of knowing where to be, when to be, and how to be based on the coverage, based on what, remember what, again, what Hines said, everybody should be able to run a route three different speeds. Right. Yeah. All right. That takes somebody with a great amount of knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So I, I look at that and I simply say, I think what he brings just from ex, his experience and his youth right now for this young group, this is important. This is big. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I just think it's going to, uh, uh, be a great year, uh, you know, and um, the fact that Ben was more involved with Randy last year, that's that's going to push him uh, more maturity because uh, when you're playing, you only have so much time. He spoke, he talked about that, but he was able to talk uh, to the receivers. He was quarterbacks. It was, and it was all beneficial. He saw the big picture. And he loves Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. Uh, he's, he's, he right. thinks that they're going to uh, You would love him, too, up. if you yeah. were throwing the rock to him. Yeah. Uh, running and I like to play on words. Jacob, yeah. did you hear that? Very subtle. Beneficial. <laughs> Beneficial. Uh, all right. It all might right, have flown over the head of others, but I'm with you, too. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, it's 412-919-1316 if you want to get in on the conversation. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. It's 412-919-1316. Done. Yeah, I I, I usually uh, go too fast. Uh, So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. You know, uh, my my arm feels really, really good. We threw a lot of balls yesterday, and... um, you know, kind of waking up today to, to see how it was going to feel, and it feels great. And, and that's kind of what I anticipated because we've been working more than usual in offseason in terms of growing. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. So we uh, uh, we asked Jake to play "Rip This Joint" by the Stones because Stones uh, man, the Stones man, because uh, that was uh, always you when we were young bucks yeah. before Jesus really got hold of our lives. We yeah. walked into a joint. Now you gotta understand. Touch me, go. Oh wow, man, do they play any Stones? <laughs> play Stones, Stones, man. Play Stones, man. Yeah, and so I. Uh, I He's ripping this. Uh, he's ripping the ripping ball. the joint. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, you know, he said it's fun to be the underdog uh, because you can play more free. Uh, you know, 
I, 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 and he was concerned about the lack of preseason games. I know he wanted to right. play. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. But I got to he did have the line of the day though. Yeah, you know when when he was when he was asked about the specifics of his injury. You know, he said, well, I'm not a doctor, and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn in Express yeah, yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. You know, that a little levity never hurts when, you know, it's preseason yeah. and you're just early on. A little levity kind of lifts, Yeah, you know, the, the the gloom and doom of training camp, yeah, although it's not really training camp. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, uh, Ben is uh, focused on his uh, – production and uh, i i think that's great because he's in great shape he feels great uh he is uh his elbow is great you know i i i'm i'm wondering the the three tendons three of the five three of the fives reattached yeah uh well i think you know over the years you probably had a gradual microscopic de- you know degeneration yeah. of those flexors and then with, with you know th- big and throw. when you go with that big throw and all of a sudden you know it just goes yeah and i think um you know that's kind of number one coming back it's kind of like the knee you know when i first came back after the knee injury knee surgery um i remember in practice i asked john colbo i said colby did you see the film after practice he goes yeah you look like a cat on a hot tin roof because every time somebody got near my knee i I was lifting my foot it was like you know something mentally you had to fight through it's the same thing that uh, i think ben's got to to a certain uh amount is being able to um be confident when he lets it go yeah. You know, you got to let her rip at some point. Now, not now, yeah. but at some point, he's got to be able to let it rip. And so we'll see, and you know, as we progress along here. You know, I I think it it it's going to be a good year for Ben. Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, uh, you know, the surgeries in this day was much better than the surgeries in our day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get your ACL fixed? Uh, no, they just cut it out. They just cut yeah, it I out. I still played eleven games that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you know, I blew it out in training camp. Yeah, still played the the old days. It was just yeah, you know, the, the, nip and tuck and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't. Uh, uh, they didn't fix the old. Uh, no, they told uh, me ACLs. reconstruction always only yeah. was good in about twenty five percent. Yeah, and and uh, and I think they told you it it's going to be uh, eleven months. Oh yeah, twelve uh, yeah, months. Yeah. yeah. In other uh, words, you're not good enough to sit out the year. Yeah. <laughs> You better come back. A little, little nip and tuck there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's why you got a knee replacement. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you get the knee replacement, yeah. and I'm glad I did. Yeah, this is better than the old knee. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's uh, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you something, baby, Doc Doc Passarelli. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you 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 get that done, and you're like going, man, I feel like a new dude. Yeah, you know, it's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, I. I uh, I, I came and visited you in the hospital. You did? Yeah, Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like the men's pastor thing that you do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, that's what I said. Was this an official visit? Yeah. Is this my buddy or is this like a men's pastor coming yeah, to visit yeah. me? Well, you know, I, I visit a lot of guys I in know, the hospital. I know. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very awesome thing that you do. Yeah. I just wanted to know if you were there as my Goomba, my bud, or whether you're like a, a men's pastor for me. Well, like, you I know? was there as your Goomba, your brother, <laughs> and as the men's pastor. Were you going to sprinkle me with, yeah, with anything? Or anything? No, I was just going to buy you. I prayed for you. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah. if it had been this year, then you'd been hosing me down with Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You know, uh, so yeah. the fact of the matter is, look, one of the things I think, too, about this, 
when you're Ben's age yeah. and you miss and you know how important uh, you are to the team and right. your legacy, all right, those those uh, RPMs in your in your gourd, right. they're starting to fire early. Yeah. One of the things that I, I watch, you watch him as he's answering. There wasn't uh, – there was an absence of, of uh, something, and I'm not sure what. Well, it there was, was more of an intensity. Humili- hu- it was humility, humility yes. and intensity. Okay, yes. Yeah. That's a good way to right, put no. it. Humility there, and intensity. That's a great way of putting it because as I was watching it and listening to his answers, you know, having watched him since – we've watched him every game. Right. We've been fortunate enough to broadcast right. every game that yeah. he's ever played in the pros. Yeah. You know, and watching him yesterday was, was – I'm watching him going – Man, I like what I see. There's just an intensity already that he's projecting there. I just, I felt, I felt like, uh, man, this guy's in a good, good, good place. You right know, now. It, it, the intensity was like the Super Bowl against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Mm. That last drive. He was so intense. Oh and, yeah, and we were looking at him, and uh, you were you saw him. I went down uh, by the sidelines yeah, yeah. when he when he was hanging with the hogs on right. the sidelines right before the kickoff. After yeah. uh, who was it? Uh, who went? Who uh, went? Yard? Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, Larry Larry yeah. Fitz. He goes yard right. So Larry oh, Fitzgerald's dad played with me at Indiana State. I know that, and he's he's from Chicago, but he lives. But he's in not Minnesota. from Canada. Yeah, so that, like, that we know. Yeah. I'm just saying, making yeah, a yeah, statement. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. The general statement: he's yeah, not yeah. from Canada. Yeah, yeah. So the fact of the matter is, uh, I remember when there was like uh, under three minutes left, you right. know, to go, and I remember Ben saying to the guys, "I got kind of close because you know, I came yeah, out with the yeah, hogs yeah. and so forth." And so I'm listening, in and he goes, "We're built for this." You this blend is- You blended in with the hogs. <laughs> hey, so it's weigh-in Wednesday. How much do you weigh? <laughs> I forgot to weigh in. <laughs> I, I, I got on my scale and said, "Hey." One at a time, social distance. <laughs> yeah. No, I forgot to actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to, you know, yeah, you yeah. have to remind me next yeah, week. Yeah, way in Wednesday. Yeah, I got to start. Yeah. This is getting serious. All right. All right. So, uh, so you you were talking about Ben. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, that and that drive. Prior to that drive, and that was one of the most magnificent drives right. I've ever seen. Yeah. Because if you remember, they went out there, and the first thing that happened was they got a Sack. holding call. Yeah. And, you know and what I mean? You're back ten yeah. yards. Yeah. And he came back, and he drove him down the field. And again, the one, the throw to Heath Miller along the sidelines, yeah. where he went to the right. He he did the zig, the zag. He ducked the guy and came up and threw. And I remember asking BA. I said. B.A., did, did Ben just chuck that thing? Because it looked like he didn't even look. Yeah. And it was where Heath always goes when it breaks down. He goes to the yard marker, the sticks yeah. on that play. And Ben just threw it where he, he knew he'd be. Yeah. And it was magnificent. Yeah. You know I mean? You think about having that sort of ability to focus after ducking one big guy and another big guy. and then beesh. So B.A. Uh, was uh, a big philosophy. He's like Sid Gilman. Don't check it down. Right. Go deep. Go deep, baby. Now, Tom Brady checks it down and uses the quick uh, uh, the quick throws. It's not a West Coast offense, but it's kind of like the West Coast. Uh, so do you think Brady and B.A. are going to uh, uh, conflict? I think, that, I think they're going to be great. Yeah. Because you know what? The one thing about B.A., B.A. will adapt. Yeah, you know what I mean with Ben. He was, I think, uh, with BA, he wanted to uh, really bring Ben out and say, "Let her rip, be yeah. the, be the, you know, the gunslinger." And yeah, 
I think he he's uh, wise enough to know that Tom is who Tom is, yeah, and keep him within the parameters of what he does well, right, and what he brings to this team. And I think that is going to be what uh, you know BA rolls with. So you know the the, the uh, discussion on uh, the analysts uh, on ESPN and on the NFL Channel, uh, they're they're talking about is it going to be Brady's team or BA's team? It's going to be uh, Brady's team. Yeah. You know, there's no question in my mind. Yeah. Uh, because B.A. also knows that yeah. this ain't about me. Yeah. I'm bringing in the guys that I think can show us the rings, the 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 impressiveness of who he is. Yeah. And you bring in a Gronk. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. that is really – that's big. Yeah, he's got um, a, a lot of weapons. And, uh, and Tom Moore is going to be there. Oh, Tom you know, is Tom just, is just, just uh, awesome. a football genius. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I can hear him go again, run it again. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, we, we, he was our offensive coordinator and he was a great guy. I loved him. Uh, you know, when we, um, when we lost uh, to Denver in 89 and the, uh, the uh, plane was uh, late, late. Uh, we went to we went to the bar. That's you know. So we I, sat up there. That I, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that was and, my last game. Yeah, and, and and Tom's last game. Yeah, you guys went to Minnesota together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and and uh, uh, you know, I I, I just miss Tom and Joe Walton came and be the uh, changed was, the whole thing. Yeah, changed the whole thing. And I remember, uh, Bubby was uh, uh, was. Was uh, not happy. He wasn't happy. Of yeah, course, yeah. he had to learn a whole new terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New, new, new terms, new offense, concepts. New, and you know what? Uh, the uh, and Joe Walton couldn't speak Cajun. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he and Bubby always had that communication. Yeah. Well, process. the the not, uh, the not, the thing of Joe uh, was that um, the strength wasn't to the tight end side; it was to the multiple receiver side. So you had to look. Uh, and exactly. uh, yeah, you, you, it was, it was confusing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, Joe Walton was, uh, was a great guy. Joe, Joe Walton was a great guy. And, and, uh, my it was son, just that his offense was yeah, confusing. Yeah. And my son Clay played for Joe Walton and Robert Morris. Yeah. 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 And, uh, uh, and he, he was, uh, all right. Uh, and so, you know, we, we just, uh, uh, it was, uh, are great and and um, Bubby said uh, Neil O'Donnell was playing right. and Bubby uh, and Joe Walton said Bubby in but he said I'm not gonna go mop oh, I up I know that's that was uh, you know that was the Bubster and yeah and one thing about Bubby and what I really appreciate about him and we've been bouncing around yeah with a lot of stuff but this is this is the run up to this is right. what happens there's no practices going on right guys are out there they're freelancing doing little stuff this and that um, so. You know, you, you kind of roll with a lot of the things that you, you know, were in the past there. And one of the things was was when Bubby wouldn't go in. But Bubby really became a solid dude. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? When he, he went on to Philadelphia and Denver and everything like yeah. that. Uh, he had he had a heck of a career. He yeah. had a great career. He got Super Bowl rings. And, yeah. You know, did well backing up. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, when Bubby was uh, uh, in line with Todd Blackledge, and Scott, uh, Scotty Campbell. Oh yeah. He says, "I'm the man." Write it Write down. It down. Yeah. I'm the man. You know, and and he was the man. And uh, you know, if uh, uh, 
there wasn't a drop pass in 89 in, at, at Denver, uh, we would have been in the yeah. FC Championship game yeah. against Cleveland. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you, know, we, we, you know, we beat uh, 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 the Houston Oilers in the wild card round in overtime. And that was a great game. That's one game. place I've never missed, yeah. the Astrodome. Yeah. That stunk. Yeah. You know, when you got, you got cattle drives going through the Astrodome. Yeah. You think it doesn't smell a little? Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it, it, they, what they are you had, smiling about, they Jacob? Had, they, they had rodeos there. Yeah, they yeah, did. yeah. Uh, right, 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 right. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought I thought you were giving me the eyeball, like uh, we're 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 are, are we, we out at fifty five? <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. I'm sitting there thinking he's sitting there going, "Oh, these guys are talking. We're off the air." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Touch. You're in a locker room. I'm just kind of coming in to facilitate um, what I can in any way with, with him, but then also with the, with the younger guy. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Okay, you're going to drop that name again. Go ahead. You know it because yeah. that's my buddy, Kevin Cronin. Yeah. Dialing it up for REO Speedwagon. Yeah, REO Speedwagon. I, Absolutely. I, I, I love that song. Time you know what? It is fly. a great, great yeah. uh, song. Um, Gary Richrath, again, the uh, lead guitar player yeah. on this. He, he was just dynamite. So did you see REO? I never saw them in concert. Yeah, I you know, saw them in concert. Except for when Kevin was, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. I did see them. Wait, yeah. what am I kidding? Yeah. They, they were oh, at, out of Star Lake. They, they, they were uh, at uh, uh, the uh, the arena. Did they? Yeah. Now, I remember. Do you remember that one of the best ones? You know what? we got to play this in the next next uh, bumper. Uh, Southern, Southern Cross. Yeah. When we were at the arena, yeah, and it was and during they, training camp, yeah. and it was our one night. It was Saturday night. Yeah, we came home. We got the girls. We went, and we were there. And they opened the roof, right. and they were playing Southern Cross, yeah. and it was Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Nash, no young, right? No, yeah, not, no not, young. Neil wasn't there. But what a time that was. I remember. It was just like that was beautiful. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Matt Canada was talking. And, uh, you know, he was asked about, uh, you know, I, I, we saw him in the interview and, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, he's a, he, he, he looks like a great guy. And, he, you know, he's talking about Ben's got a lot of experience and he's been with Randy a long time. Right. Uh, and so that, you know, he's, he's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, add my, attitudes to the offense but uh you know these guys have been there done that and uh you know i i i i think that uh you you were talking about it uh yesterday the misdirection you know the motion Absolutely, and uh, man. uh the b- boots and remember uh, we watched that out at san francisco yeah when we were out there and i, I just the whole thing that that that, that happens is you get caught up with so much movement 
that you like I think you can get paralyzed. Paralysis by analysis yeah. is a big thing. Right. And one of the things that I, I think about is when you have the proper personnel where you can motion them and then create offset imbalances due to strengths, whatever, you know, and, and the defense doesn't communicate, doesn't shift, gives them that half a heartbeat that they sit on their heels rather than attacking. I think that gives you a great advantage. Right. And one of the things that you are disadvantaged so much so when you have no Ben like last year, um, you have to really simplify things. Right. You've got to go vanilla. Yeah. And you don't have a lot of pre-snap stuff. And then you don't have a, a, a regular deep threat. You don't have A.B. You don't have James Conner. And it's just like it was like Stouter. Yeah. You know, when in, trying to compete Greg with Garrity Yeah, and yeah. You Calvin didn't Sweeney. have any burners, yeah. you know. I yeah. mean, and there was the weaponry that was available to him was, was greatly diminished. Right, right. Uh, you and when know, I say Stouter, that was Cliff Stout. Cliff Stout. In for Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, when, uh, Terry 1983. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, uh, he was asked by uh, about Mason Rudolph, uh, and he talked about his experience. Uh, he, was able, he was able to get experience last year, and what he did well, uh, he's got a great desire to learn. Uh, and, uh, you know, the the question became uh if Mason Rudolph has to start if Ben's elbow is not uh uh good right. uh so how's it going to be yeah and well you know you got to empty your cup it's the old yeah. bruce lee thing yeah you know what i mean you, you can yeah like like water move like water yeah. uh the thing about it is with um with Matt and with with Randy again there's a sense of humility that you have to have to be able to come in and um, take on another man's thoughts and incorporate them uh, to the best that uh, for, for the best of the team. Right. I look at it this way. I think the standard was set when Mike Tomlin walked in and I happened to, you know, on his first uh, first days on the job, uh, happened to see him uh, sitting in the student seat in, in front of the, the blackboard while Dick LeBeau was up, you know, writing things on the board. And Mike was, you know, Listening to Dick, yeah, you know, and, and Dick LeBeau was giving him his whole defense, the whole thing when it started way back when, right? You know, and I, I think that that says it all. That says, you know, Mike was a defensive coordinator when he came down from Minnesota, got the head coaching job here, but he he had enough humility to say, hey, this is Dick LeBeau. Yeah, and and they they were asked uh, how come you weren't uh, Mike Tomlin wasn't put in the defense. He said, Dick LeBeau. LeBeau. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, so I think. Um, that that whole thing is is set. The head man sets the standard, right? You know, just as is uh, DMR. Yeah, you know what I mean. Set the standard. There's there's that humility that ran through the whole yeah. Rooney family, right? And it permeated the whole Steeler establishment. Yeah, and I think uh, Mike picked up that mantle and, and carried it forward. Yeah, and so uh, Matt Canada said it. Uh, you know, he was he's really excited. It's a great organization. He loves Coach Tomlin. He's excited to be in the NFL. Uh, and so, you know, he had left last year off uh, and he went uh, to uh, uh, training camps and, you know, was learning. And he, you know, he said uh, he was focused on his family and right. uh, he had a great uh, off season, but he was hungry. And now he's uh, uh, back with the Steelers and he's, he's, he's really excited. 
he is excited, and I, I enjoyed listening to him talk about it because he talked about the things that were, were important. You know, he got to yeah. see his kids in college. Yeah, you know, and that's something that a, a lot of football co- uh, coaches can't do. Yeah, because of uh, the season. Um, you know, he, he I got to do an anniversary thing or a trip or something with his yeah. wife, which yeah. was a huge thing. And uh, I, I enjoyed him sharing that because it gave me a real sense of who the guy is, and yeah. there's a familiar family type bonding which, again, uh, gives you a greater picture of what kind of guy this this, this guy is. You he know? kept saying it was a blessing to be yeah. here. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. He says, in the morning, I studied the, the college film, and in the afternoon, I studied the NFL film. Yeah. And I thought, uh, wow, you know, I mean, you got a real student mind here, and he was not shy at all about sharing that. And yeah. So I look at the growth coming up. I think I just think this can be a really, really amazing year. Yeah, yeah. He it, it and uh, he was talking about a Ben. He looked good yesterday, accurate, uh, and he's learning the Steelers system. Uh, and uh, you, he was asked about play action passes, and uh, you know th- he, he's uh, he's big on play action passes. Look, I love it. Yeah, I I just miss that. And one of the things that I I really hate about the shotgun is the fact that when you you miss the, you know the good ball handling skills when you're under center when you're playing the you know the three card money when you're hiding the ball you know yeah. misdirection a little bootleg action a little sprint out action I like that when you're in the shotgun yeah it's it's too easy to see yeah. when you're at the second level linebacker yeah. you know what I mean so my point in that is I hope that they get back to a little grass grabbing three point stance come off. Bury your forehead right in the guy's chin and lock up with him. A good play action, pump that ball and get somebody downfield. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he the the question was asked, "What are you getting with uh, Anthony McFarland?" And he said he's explosive. Uh, he's uh, got a great cutback, and uh, you know he's a great player. Uh, and uh, uh, and one of the things he was asked, so "You are the you are the expert." Uh, are the master of mixed direction. He said, I'm not the master of anything. Yes. I, I like that. Again, that was a nice sense of uh, humility. Yeah. Of, you know, of, you know, he is a guy who understands misdirection. Right. He's a guy that understands the, the zipper motion, yeah. you know, the jet motion, um, any kind of motion. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I just I like the fact that he's open to all that, and I think it's going to be a, a prominent thing. And I, and I like Anthony. Boy, you know. Because you talked about him so much yesterday, I thought, I'm going to watch a little more on Anthony McFarlane. So I went home and watched a little bit more on him. Right. And one thing I, I, I loved, he, he accelerates like, did you ever see a motocross? All right. Yeah. Those bikes, they got a dead man's throttle. You right. know what a dead man's throttle is? It's either all the way on or it's off. Yeah. You know, it's like he's either all the way on or he's off. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like he takes the pitch or whatever, and all of a sudden, boom, and he accelerates. Right. And he is like, boom, he is flat out going. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate that. Even when he had a big ugly in his face, you know, guy missed a, a down block and he takes a hand off, and the guy's right in his face. He got the proverbial jump cut, as you like to call it. Right, yeah. he got the jump cut, boom, and he's ninety degrees, and all of a sudden he accelerates straight. Right, and right. I thought, wow, yeah, that is really fun to watch. I am excited about Anthony McFarland. I think he's going to be the backup uh, running back. I uh, think you he, may be onto something yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, he because, may well be. Yeah, because he's powerful, and how uh, big is he? Yeah, um, I, 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 I think he's five ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but he's over two hundred pounds. Right. Two twenty five, I think. I don't think he's that heavy, but I, I, it doesn't matter. Regardless, he is powerful. 
I mean, when you see his... All right, so he is 200. And for the sake of journalistic integrity, I'm going to have to call pounds. you. Yeah, 5'9", not 5'10". Not <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... Uh... <laughs> I, I, he always I, looks at me cross-eyed when I start going, oh, for the sake of journalistic integrity. He's like, you didn't even graduate school. Yeah. You're talking about integrity. And you weren't a journalism major. No. I was a, I was a stay-eligible major. Yeah, yeah. Stay-eligible. Anything to stay eligible. Yeah, the, the stay-eligible was your major. How about, how about my drama class? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Were, all you got to do, you all you got to do is show up for the final, which was a stage play, and you're a curtain puller. <laughs> you were a I curtain was, puller? I was the best curtain puller you ever saw. You you didn't act? No, I was terrible. Why? <laughs> Look at my high point. Now, you you know my boy CJ. Yeah. CJ loves plays and stuff like that. He right. didn't act and stuff. All right. Me, he already eclipsed my best efforts because I was a sixth grade, in the sixth grade play, I was a tree. That was it. No lines, no movement, nothing. I was a tree. You know, um, that... Excuse uh, me? You, you're, you're, you're not you're, even going to uh, comment on... Uh, that, I was a great you are, tree. You were a tree. I was like an oak, baby. I didn't yeah. waver. I didn't move. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. That, that That's... Uh, <laughs> it takes talent to be a tree. Ta- it takes very... You know, you're, you got to get your eyes. You got to yeah. be intense, you know. You got to look over the audience. Yeah. You can't move, yeah. you know. And yeah. you just kind of got to... Hang in there. So one of the questions uh, Matt Canada was asked was, what's holding Paxton Lynch back? Good and, question. Uh, uh, he was, and uh, Matt Canada said, timing is everything. Uh, and uh, I think Matt Canada uh, is going to have a great camp this year. And, uh, I, you know, he's he's got a big arm. He's what, are you big. talking about Paxton? Yeah, Not Paxton. Matt. Yeah. Our, uh, I said Matt? Yeah. Or Paxton Lynch. You confused me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, how does he develop? Well, he's and, got the physical skills, right, right? Yeah. What's the complaint always been? That he didn't apply himself as much to the book stuff as, yeah. he, as he did to the, the, the big arm stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now uh, I would think that Paxton, I got a chance to sit with him riding over to a stadium one time last right. year. I'm trying to remember where. I can't remember. But – um, he he struck me as a very serious, sober-minded young man, who understood that uh, this was a second chance at recapturing, um, right? S- you know, some significance in the NFL. Yeah. You know, he'd already gone, been the first round draft pick. He, you know, Elway and this, yeah. the next, and all that, and uh, things didn't work out for him there. And I think it really has given him an opportunity to go, okay, I got to be um, a little more diligent. Yeah. In my preparation, that's the the essence I got out of the conversation I had with him. So he's got a great grasp of uh, the Steeler offense this year. Right. And so I think, you know, I think he, he'll be in the, the competition. I think uh, he's got the big arm. Jules. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you like those big arm guys. I love those big arm guys. You know, and you always love those guys that are, you know, they're smart so they can be in smart systems versus the uh, dumb quarterbacks in the dumb systems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, 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 that was you one know, of your best statements yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love the smart quarterbacks. Uh, uh, the, they, the way they see the field, the way they uh, make the throws quickly, um, and the way they read the defense. Sure, who secondary. wants an idiot out there? Yeah, you know. <laughs> who wants Who wants to play with a complete idiot? Yeah, at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
you know, when I was playing against, when I was playing next to you, you were completely. <laughs> okay, I deserve that. Yeah, you know that's okay. That I I, I set myself up for that. That yeah, that, that yeah. was absolutely uh, that was a clean clean hit there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you know the the phone number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. If you want to get in on this conversation, any questions. Uh, we have not seen practice yet because they're not practicing. Uh, they're doing a, a walkthrough, lifting, conditioning, uh, and uh, they're they're going to be in pads on the seventeenth, and that's where we're when we're going to go to practice. And uh, you know, I hope they got snacks. You know, in the they're they're not going to have snacks. They're gonna, you know, like a vendor. Or no, they're not going to have you know? snacks. No, no snacks. Be, that's. You know, you, you got to bring your snacks. I'm going to bring snacks. Yeah, you're going to bring snacks. Snack back. All right, we're going to uh, take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be right back with more stuff. Was always so impressed with the accuracy of Ben. I mean, I think that's what makes him, you know, the tremendous player that he is. They're all of his intangibles, but he's just so accurate yesterday. Um, he looked to, you know, he looked just the same. Obviously, you know, it's a question for him. I know you guys have talked to him, how he feels and where he's at. Um, he's gauging all those things. Uh, but I certainly thought he looked really good yesterday, and I think that's what sets him apart. You're in the Tushin Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tushin Wolf. So that was Matt Canada, the quarterback coach, uh, the new coach, uh, and he's a great guy. Uh, and, and, you know, he was talking about uh, – Ben and his accuracy, and uh, you know, I, I'm wondering how much Zippy's got on the ball because you we, we can't see that. You know, I can't help it. I'm still reliving that moment when we were in camp together and we went down to the arena. We heard these guys and they opened that roof, and the wind blew in. Right, and it was just it was a beautiful night and just how magical that was because yeah, you hated being in camp. It's the one night off in training camp, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was good stuff. But anyhow, yes. Um, one of the things that always stood out to me was, you know, I don't know what it was, but in um, a few years into broadcasting, I I talked to one of the scouts, I remember, and they, they charted every throw of Benz. Right. They chart every quarterback's throw. And one of the camps at, at that time we were talking about, they said he was like up over 75% completion rate right. in practice. And that's still – what I, I expect him to do. I mean, yeah. you watch him throw that ball. You heard Matt talking about the fact that this guy is incredibly accurate. That's something I think that Ben is going to realize more and more um, as we move forward in this year. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, um, one of the things that uh, uh, Matt Canada is happy that he's going to coach Ben, uh, but he's going to coach all four quarterbacks in the room. Uh, and he said, I'm going to coach him the best I can. Sure. And all the quarterbacks have starting experience. And uh, that that's interesting. It's unusual. Yeah, that's yeah. That's very unusual. Yeah, all four quarterbacks. Yes, and especially when you consider that you've got such a, a longtime franchise quarterback yeah. and Ben. Yeah. 
Um, to have anybody else even have a little bit of starting experience is not all that atypical. Yeah. Or typical, is it? The typical. Okay. Yeah. And and you know what? I'll talk uh, myself on that one. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. one of the things is uh, he's got a, a lot of quarterbacks to choose from if, uh, you know, Ben gets hurt. Sure. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm thinking that elbow is strong, as secure, and as stable. And remember, it didn't happen in December or January. Yeah, yeah, it happened I mean, in September. Yeah, so he's had you know a good run at this thing, uh, got it done, and um, I expect him to come back and do what he's doing. He's being extremely accurate, and there's going to be a time when he can start to open it up. I wonder if we're going to see you know single high safety, go baby, go, yeah, and yeah. let that thing just rocket. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, when uh, we were in camp, you were getting ready to retire. And uh, no, no, you, I wasn't getting ready. Yeah. I was like, I was retired. Yeah, my yeah, mind. You, I was done. You, you were hurt. You were you. You. I went through three injuries yeah. in, in nine days, ten days. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I, I separ- slightly separated my shoulder. That then was, I cracked that was the your, rib. That was your sixth, sixth or seventh year. Yeah. I'd had it. I was like so fed up about for whatever. I was so mad at being hurt, and I pulled my groin. Yeah. And I, but here's the thing about it. I ended up talking to you because because you talked me off the ledge, and then the other guy that really came along, I, Mel Blunt. Yeah. Mel Blunt went out of his way, um, and he was retired at the time. He was visiting. Yeah. But he came over and and for whatever reason he must have known I was really upset and stuff like that and 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 angered by the whole thing. And he sat down and talked with me, and I remember him just talking about these things happen. Yeah. Have faith. You can. You know, but I was like, I'm, I'm already in my mind. I'm like, I'm already having a conversation with Chuck. You know, with DMR. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but the fact is, um, I wasn't. Yeah, and you, we, I was, uh, I was late coming to dinner. You were walking back from dinner. Yeah. And you go, I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna retire. I go, oh. what, what are you, 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 you? Listen, don't do anything till I get back to the room. I'm gonna eat dinner and then I'm gonna come back. Don't Actually, do it was anything. the morning practice, and it was lunch. Yeah, right. It, don't do anything before I got uh, I get back. <laughs> and so uh, I was so, like, I can't promise. Yeah, so I I get back to the room, and you're sitting there, and you're saying, "I'm going to retire." And I said, "What are you going to do for a living?" Well, that did stump me. Yeah. You know that did stump me. So yeah. then I had to think, okay, I better hold on. Yeah, you you but, you don't got your college degree. Here's the thing about it. I was still practicing with the shoulder, with yeah. the rib, and with the pulled groin. Right. You know what I mean? It was just like, get zooks, man. Could you? You? Were just, I was so overwhelmed with the what was going on. And it's the middle of training camp. Right. And you got two practices a day. Yeah. It was just extremely frustrating. So yeah, you, you kept me from jumping off the ledge. You know, if we played, that would have been a bad moment. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You, you, you would have been. Uh, uh, you yeah. said, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, I've been working up at Seven Eleven yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, eating but, uh, a, you know, a hostess ho hos or something. Yeah, but you know, one of the things that we relive is our time at training camp, and it was yes. hard. But if we were um, practicing today, uh, it's or, a different matter, man. Yeah, it, it's you know the the. I think we could have played longer. 
because uh, you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because we weren't in pads three times a week. Right. We weren't on hard artificial turf that tore up your knees, your hips, yeah, your ankles, all those things, your feet even. Yeah. You know, I mean, remember we had. Remember when you got the big toe? Yeah. You know, you get the big toe hyperextended. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. That yeah. hurt so much. They had to tape your toe down. Yeah, and they they had they they put uh, steel. Uh, things in your, in your uh, shoe, shoe. Yeah. so it wouldn't bend and yeah. you're like you're like clomping around steel-toed shoes right yeah and but man uh, you could kick somebody with those yeah <laughs> but you know uh uh it, 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 it was jacob it was a different time in the nfl yeah. you have to understand that yeah you know sure. kicking somebody like that was just that was no big right, deal yeah yeah you know what it uh they gave us uh grace uh, to play in the NFL, we yeah. we you know we took shots and uh, well, everybody was taking shots. That's we, the way it was. We 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 leg whipped. I remember Billy Moss uh, when we were playing Kansas City. Uh, I, I I leg whipped him, and he said, "You." You you called me a right, name. You said right. you leg whipped me. Yeah. You leg whipped me. I said, "Well, you clubbed out." Yeah, it's your fault. You yeah, prompted, you, you, you beat me. I- I had to do it. And then when we were in Green Bay together, he said, he he started calling me leg whip. <laughs> but nobody, nobody was good as Doug Deacon, our the friend Deke, from Cleveland. Doug Deacon was the king of the leg whip. He was. Yeah. He was. He used to tape newspapers to his calves. Yeah, yeah. So he could leg whip you. Yeah. But, you know, the fact of the matter is um, training camp and, and everything else, that was a different time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so this is interesting to me how they're going to actually come about. We got to get to the pads. Right. You know, think about this. I mean, you got to get to the pads. I, I don't even know how, you know, what it's going to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're going to be at Heinz Field. Right. Um, you're going to be have how long is it? How long is the field that Heinz going to stand up to that? Yeah. You know, what I mean, because I would think they've got to have some practices on the south side, because how are you going to keep that turf? Remember all the angst over the turf back when Heinz first came around. Right. You know, the first ten years was all about. You know, it had the the this part synthetic, part grass turf, and it you know had all yeah, kinds they, of stuff. Yeah, they were they're growing through the. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, you know, and they they got all bent out of shape about it, and then, you know, you had with the high school playoffs and that there, there was always a problem. The turf, well, the turf's been settled. It's it's not been an issue. Do you remember they rolled the sod uh, oh, onto yeah. the uh, absolutely over the. Uh, over the grass that was already there, yeah, and the Miami game, oh, it was and bad. it was a, it was raining. You know so what? Hard. I was an honorary captain for the game. It was a Monday night game. Yeah, I went out and I walked in, and and it was coming up over my the shoe tops yeah. when I was out at center field. Right, that's how squishy it was. Yeah, and Jeez. I remember one punt stuck. It did. Yeah, like a nine iron, like yeah. like a wedge. You hit a wedge and. Yeah, that thing yeah. went down and just stuck in the in the grass. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I you think the uh, the turf at Heinz Field? I just wonder if it's going to hold up. Yeah, I mean, because let's take face a it. Yeah, now obviously it's not two practices a day, but you know how that's going to be after you get those heavy hoofers out there yeah. digging it up a little bit. It's going to be worn down a little, and and so forth. You know, one of the things I heard that they were going to practice in shifts. Uh, do you think that's going to happen? Practice in shifts? Yeah. I, can you give me some representation of what that might look yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, you know, 
one of the things is uh, they're going to practice half line. Well, we did that. Yeah, we did that. Uh, you know, from the left guard over to the yeah, tight end on the right side. Yeah, and uh, the defense had it's, they got the a pretty good advantage. idea where that ball's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me see. Uh, okay, so the right side of the offense is full. The left side is not. Uh, so I guess it'll be to our defensive left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got an idea. Or inside run. Yeah. Okay, where are you running that ball? Remember one time? I remember we ran. somebody ran the ball outside, and, yeah. and the defense got all bent out of shape because he bounced it out. Yeah. It was all bottled up on the inside. Not that anybody would know that, you know, we're running to the inside, the two and three holes or the A and B gaps as they – yeah. As they call them. Yeah. Uh, uh, inside run. Um, uh, all right. Uh, uh, we're going to take a break. You put you, on your headset, you could hear them. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, the the, the headset is broken. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, it, I it's told broke. you I could fix it, and you said yeah. you liked it on the side better. <laughs> well, I can, I can hear you. I can hear you. Watch out, Jake. If you come in here, I'll Lysol you. Jake. Um, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers, man. The fog in here. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, and when we come back, uh, you know, the phone lines are uh, open. And uh, 412-919-1316, uh, if Do you want to get on the, in, in, in on the converse, conversation, 412-919-1316. There you go. We're now gonna, you're cooking with we're Crisco, We're going to take buddy. a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and you're in the locker room. Well, we've, we've kicked a lot of things around uh, right now and uh, going into the season and uh, coming out of last season and looking, looking at our cut-ups and, and trying to decide uh, what's going to make us better, you know, who might can make us better, where we put them and help us uh, to be better. Uh, there's several different options that we, we feel like we have. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Well, that was Keith Butler, uh, the defensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's been a coach and a player forever. And uh, uh, are you saying, but he's old? Yeah, well, he's he's just two years older than us. I know. And uh, uh, what one of the guys here uh, tackled him at the Superdome. Uh, oh, sure. There we go. Or the Kingdom. Oh, the, let's, the Kingdom. let's just bring up uh, something really painful. Something really painful. On Franco's 92 yard touchdown on a screen. All pass. right. I lost the game against the Seahawks. You know what? He jumped inside of me on that 51 screen. Yeah. You know, I slid out and I'm picking up the middle linebacker, and Butsy jumps inside. So I kind of hooked his leg a little, yeah, just a little. Yeah. He was a diver. He just took a dive. He took a dive. Oh, that's it, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget when that flag hit me in the helmet. Yeah. I, oh, I was sick. Yeah. I was just sick. And then I see Raleigh screaming at yeah, me. Yeah, Raleigh. And Chuck screaming at me. And, and Franco went 90 yards with that thing, 92, yeah. whatever it was. And all I could think about was it's coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And uh, And then we got fogged in. And we got fucked in. Yeah, I forgot. 
And uh, we stayed overnight at Seattle. It was just bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was just a bad, bad night. Yeah. And so, I hate Seattle. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 it, oh, something always bad happened right. around Seattle. It was, it was just, it was just, it was bad mojo. And then finally the we dog. won in Seattle in 83, yeah. 83, I think. Yeah. No. I don't remember, but it was just like, yeah. Uh, so stunk. the Post Gazette asked, how can the Steelers get better? And uh, uh, Keith Butler was uh, talking about how they're going to get better. Now, Stephen, Stephon Tewitt will help. Tyson Alulu will help at nose right. guard. Chris Wormley w- will help. And uh, Keith Butler talked about Terrell Edmonds needing to have a big year. Uh, it's huge for him. And you know what? He's coming along. Uh, he's coming along, but he's not where they want him yet. Yeah, but, 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 he's, that's okay. but he was second on tackles one, with hey, one of five. He's had over 1,000 snaps yeah. each in his first two years. You know, yeah. he's played huge reps. Yeah. What they want are the big plays. Yeah. And that's not what he's delivered thus far. But I think this young man's coming along and going right. to be yeah, terrific. He's gonna be but what I'm saying play. is when you listen to Butsy talk about him, you can't help but think, okay, the expectations are higher still. Yeah. You know, and he's – and he's been solid, I thought, as a yeah, player. Yeah. But he, they, they want to see some big plays from he's him. A, he's very physical, and uh, he comes. He, he's great on run support. And how um, hard is it when you look at Menka? You know, Menka, Menka just comes in and sets the world on fire. Right. You know, and you're like going, wow, that's Two that's touchdowns impressive. last year, Menka. Absolutely. Yeah. And you watch the way he – I love it because I was listening to him on uh, one of the shows talking about how he – Watches from his defensive perch, you right. know, back there is a free safety. Yeah, and how he leans, how he looks to, and the different route combinations with the personnel packages, all the down and distance. I mean, there's a lot of cheddar going through your yeah. head. Yeah, when you're back there at the when you're the uh, the, the 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 final back wall of yeah. the defense. Yeah. So uh, he had five picks last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he and uh, Joe Hayden were tied uh, for the uh, interception lead. Uh, on that defense, and they both had five picks. And, you know, I, I, I just think that the, this defense is going to be better. Uh, the The fact that Stefan Tuitt is going to come back, and if he stays healthy, Absolutely. if Cam stays healthy, if T.J. Watt stays healthy, if Bud Dupree stays now, healthy. Now, this is all predicated by if. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the, the thing that – is difficult. And for Steph Tuitt, you're talking about the fact that, um, you know, if there's no if there, I think this guy would have been a pro bowler last right, year. Right, right. No question in my mind the way yeah. he started off just tearing things up. But, you you know, you, you've got to be able to play with injuries. And one of the things I, I love about Cam Hayward is he has just been one of those guys that demonstrably plays through whatever. Right. You know, I mean, he is – as I said before, um, he is the closest thing I'll ever see to, to Joe Green in this city again. Yeah. Because he has just truly ascended to that the heights of greatness. Um, and I think, uh, you know, one of the things that always is a measure of it is how your teammates respond around you. Right. You know, and without a doubt, Cam's the leader of that defense. Yeah, yes. And one of the leaders on that team. Yeah. You know, and he's so, a great guy. Oh, he is a great guy. And he's guy. humble. And oh, he's, my goodness. You know, what? when I introduced him – as the contemporary uh, Joe Green of the Joe Green of right. this generation, he said, "I'm not Joe Green." Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I always when I when I 
Moran would talk about, I always go, look, I ain't saying you're Joe. Yeah. There's only one Joe, all right. right? And you ain't Joe. Yeah. But the fact is, you're as close as I've ever seen to Joe in this city, let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. So, you know, when Rod Woodson uh, had a comment, he talked about uh, Terrell Owens, and uh, he said that he would be a great dime linebacker. You're talking about Terrell Edmonds, not Owens. Terrell Edmonds, yeah. yeah. I said Terrell Owens. Yeah. yeah Terrell mm-hmm. Edmonds. Uh, uh, and, um, it's all right. Everybody yeah. needs a fact checker. Right, yeah. I need one, too. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Uh, but he, he told, Rod Woodson said he'd be, be, be great dime linebacker because he could cover tight well, ends. Well, we're going to talk to Rod Woodson. We're going to have him on Friday at 11. Right, yeah. And that's one of the things we want to talk to him about. What do you see in Terrell Edmonds? What could he do differently in his game to be a better game changer maybe? You know, what, what do you see in him that, that would say this could be that hybrid guy? Yeah. You know, so I, I and of course, just talking to Rod is great. Yeah. You know, yeah. He was talking. Remember when we were talking about Minka last year? Right. Because he had uh, broken down the scouting report on right. Minka when we were out in L.A. Yeah. And I, I just loved his perspective on um, defense, you know, because we so often, at least for me, you know, I've been offense my whole life. Yeah. You know, and so that perspective is always even when I watch the game on the sidelines, I'm watching from behind the offense because that's the view I'm most <laughs> You know, comfortable with. Yeah. So um, with Rod, it'll be great to have his perspective. So we'll have him on Friday at 11 o'clock, the great Rod Woodson. Yeah, Hall of Famer Rod Woodson, a teammate of ours. You know, we played with nine Hall of Famers. Did we? Yeah. I never met him. Uh, uh, Dermani, Rod, uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw, Webby, Joe Green, Stallworth, Donnie uh, Stallworth. Oh, now 10. Yeah, because Donnie Shell just became right. Dermani. Yeah, Dermani. Yeah, there's a ton. Yeah, uh, Mel Blunt. Uh, I can't get Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, Joe Green, uh, and uh, Stallworth and Swan. That's and Franco. 10. Yeah, and Franco and That's Terry 11. and Terry. They're twelve. Yeah. How many? I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Uh, the best thing about being offensive line was you only had to count to three. Yeah. That's that's that was the best part. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was uh, the best part. So, anyways, we're uh, we're gonna see, uh, and Vince will make a difference on that defense. Vince will he, make a difference. Yeah, he's he's a great communicator. Well, they gave up too much running yards last right, year. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean with Mark Barron. Barron. One of the things that you pointed out early on, he's a jump around guy. Yeah. And jump around guys tend to give up yards. Right. You know, and one of the things you always know with Vince is he got a downhill banger. He's gonna attack that. Shoulder on the on the offensive lineman. We try to get to that offensive lineman before the big shaggy can get his uh, you know poundage all going up field on yeah. him and and be able to hold that rundown fit. And one of the things that I thought um, Vince in in Butts talked about it was the fact that he made sure everybody got their rundown fits. You know, everybody's got a gap. You got to yeah. move along and attack the gap when you see it, and you've got to be able to be accountable to that. And if you're not you create problems to the guy to the right and the left of you. Yeah. So one of the things that Vince does very well is making sure that everybody's on the same page, make sure that they're on their gaps, and make sure that they're aligned right. Right. And that is huge. Yeah, and, and uh, that's, uh, that's a great player. And he's a great thumper. He's, great f- uh, he's got great physicality. And he's a great blitzer. That's the thing that, you know, you missed. Remember yeah. he had eight sacks, was it two years ago? Yeah. Um, I he's just got a knack of uh, being able to get around the quarterback. You know, he attacks guys, and especially if you can get him lined up with a back, 
he's going to win that most of the times. Eight out of ten times, he's going to yeah. win that with the back. Yeah, and he, he he's a, he's a downhill player, and he's very very physical. You know, kind of like Dirt Winston. Uh, Dirt Winston was a downhill player. Chili Bowl Robin Cole was a downhill player. Right. Uh, all you know, all of our linebackers were downhill players you know uh but Dirt was David more, Little he was he was uh, he probably he was more um likely to kick you than that you know right. he was one of those <laughs> Dirt, Dirt was a, just a tough mean guy yeah, yeah you know I I really respected him yeah you know I I thought uh you know for back in the day he yeah. was just one of those guys that um he had great great hitting ability um and he was he just had a nasty nasty disposition right right yeah which uh, is what you want from your linebackers yeah and uh david little was uh, uh was a downhill player yes he was and, and he was uh and he was built low to the ground yeah yeah you know he was one of those guys that would make sure he took you on with that shoulder but he come and attack you before you could attack him and so then uh hardy nickerson was that way too oh, yeah, hardy. yeah yeah boy he was tough yeah hardy was tough well, uh, I think I think you know one of the things that I'm anxious to see is you know with with Devin Bush having a second year here, yeah, and he's going to be calling signals too. But uh, you know you're going to need the experience of Vince and making sure that everybody's together and that the the calls are all copacetic. But I, I look at Devin this year. You look at he did so much last year, right? And he was just phenomenal. Yeah, and for him to be able to um, capitalize on that and do the things. That uh, he he showed so easily, you know. I mean, finding the ball, he just, you know, he's around the ball. The man's got ball hawking ability, and yeah. he finds it, and he's very capable of turning into six points. Yeah. And the other thing is, I I think you know, you get your game brains on. He's going to be even more dynamic when it comes right. to ball hawking ability. Yeah, and you know, one of the things the, we we always talk about uh, the level of development between the conclusion of your rookie year and the start of your second right. year. The second year jump. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know, we had it. Uh, a lot of guys have it. And uh, it's uh, it, it, it's great. You well, know, let me it, put it this way. If you don't get it by your second year, um, the percentages drop. Yeah. You know, you've got to be – you know, the, that second-year jump is so big. And if, yeah. if you don't make a, a good – and I'm not saying you got to become a starter by your second year. Yeah. But you got to make that second-year jump where you're you're in the mix for it. Because if you're not, the next year, you know, the percentages drop because you got new guys coming up, newbies become second-year guys, and it's, you know, it's a battle. You know – Getting you know, the NFL is hard enough, but staying there is just as hard. Yeah, second year uh, – my second year, I was so nervous – I, I developed a stomach problem. <laughs> Projectile vomititis. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was real hard to figure. You were like fire hose quality, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You'd be firing out of that. Yeah. I hear you like stomach, you'd be like, ooh, ooh, like and everybody get away from Tunch. He's going yeah. like, to hoover here. Yeah. Uh, so um, that remember when we were playing Cleveland? Oh, when you he threw up right in the face of Ron Simmons, the nose tackle. Oh, I kid you not. You want to talk about the best double team in the history, in the history of the NFL, yeah. was when you threw up in the face, right at the snap of the ball. You snapped the ball back to Stouter. And I we was fired off. center at that Yes, time. and I was left guard, and we were running a 33 trap, so we double teamed, and you threw up right in his face, and he stood up and screamed, and we just drilled him. <laughs> <laughs> the dude had a piece of sausage wedged into his face mask. I mean, that's how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. That was really, that was beautiful. 
Yeah, that, that, that was the best, best. And then I, I, I remember Cliff Stout when we get we went back to the huddle. He said, "Let's run at that again." <laughs> how big a how big a pregame meal did you eat? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, I uh, normally didn't eat pregame uh, big pregame meals. You ate enough of, that time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, all right. You know, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to Jim Wexel. Yes. From Steel City Insider yeah. uh, after the break. Uh, and uh, we're going to uh, talk to him about, you know, he's been on all those Zoom calls. Yes. And, uh, you know. What it's like. Yeah. You know, how it goes. Uh, and also, he's writing a book on Troy. We've got to see how, it's, uh, how that's coming along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, he's Wolf. Uh, I'm Touch, and uh, you're Jake. in the locker room. And that's Jake. <laughs> Uh, from State Farm. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with Jim Wexel of Steel City Insider. He's Wolf. I'm touching. You're in the locker room. And, and we're we, still in the locker room. Yeah, we're still in the <laughs> locker room. And uh, three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome back to the Locker Room. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and uh, we've got Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider, and uh, I think his favorite song is tied to the whip and, so- whip and post uh, by the Allman Brothers. Hey, uh, welcome, Jimmy. How you doing? Thanks, guys. Hey, that's a great start to the season. I tell you, I was really surprised. Well, it was better than just Neil Young, right? I mean, yeah. it became Neil Young, Neil Young. So I find you know, Dutch said, let's get some Allman Brothers. They're like, yeah. okay. You guys aren't the only ones with the Neil Young. It seems like everybody that has Neil Young starts a Neil Young thing. I, I mean, <laughs> I love Neil Young, but it's, he's my, now my avatar on Twitter, but it's just not the only one. I remember I tried to get you guys to do Whip and Post last year. And right. it took a couple of weeks, and you finally got it on the week after they – no, this was two years ago. The week after they lost that awful game in Oakland. Uh. And, and this whipping post, and you've got Greg Allman coming on. I feel like I've been tied to the whipping post. And, and you've got uh, Mike Tomlin talking about the kicker falling on his rear end, you know. And, I, <laughs> you know, it was kind of a bad mix, but – I love that. That was beautiful. Hey, Thank Wex, you. you know it is, how it is with us. It takes a while to get anything done. <laughs> no, it's, you got to remember. You guys, you guys grind. You grind and you get there. We get there. You know, exactly. You, have, you, have, you know, you have, uh, Wex. of offensive linemen. Yeah. <laughs> Wex, uh, one of the things is it's, it's uh, a really challenge uh, not being at practice. Uh, and but they're not practicing anyways. But, not practicing, uh, but, 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 not being there. Yeah, you can't see anything. Yeah. And what do you talk about? Well, you know, it's never held us back. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can talk about everything we don't know anything about. Exactly, exactly. How? Let me ask you something. What's it like with the Zoom calls when you're interviewing somebody? I mean, you, everyone takes a turn. You know, but it just, is it awkward? Is it something you're getting comfortable with? 
Well, let me just say this. I think the Steelers PR staff is doing a fantastic job. Yeah. They really are. I mean, they get this thing, they get these guys on, in and out. I mean, there, there's it's almost like too much. I, I, I mean, it's it's great. It's fantastic. They're doing a great job. So the Zoom, um, you know, I'm 59 now, Wolf. Are you uh, really? I haven't figured Zoom. I haven't figured Zoom out yet, so <laughs> I I just call in on my phone. You know the 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 uh, PR staff they recommend that you do Zoom so that the especially the new coaches and players okay can identify and can put a name with a face. Okay. I you know I I just I just use my phone. I just, I'm just looking for quotes and and uh, to record. So. I'm. Uh, I've not tried to figure the zoom out yet. Uh, I, I my daughter's away at college, so anything like that, I don't know what to do if she's away at college. Well, the good lady Sammy, we wish her the best. It, there, she's on campus. She is on campus. Yeah. Wow, because I, I know they t- they shut down a lot of the colleges around here. Like uh, Cal U is going to be online only uh, coming up in the uh, for the fall semester. So it's interesting. But, well, yeah, she's entering her junior year, and they're allowed to get apartments now, and okay. she has teammates, and so they, you know, they traditionally uh, Ohio U starts uh, soccer practice right. at the end of July, so this was all part of the plan, okay. and also it, I, I think they get out there and they think they can force the coach to yes we can do this you know i, I think they're, <laughs> uh, if, if they're closer to the coach they can maybe convince him that and the mac the entire conference that we can do this yeah you know they're they're champing at the bit they're they want to play no question uh, you know, about I, it I, I i'm all for wearing masks and being careful and very careful with kids going back to school but you know my daughter uh, i trust her she feels strong and she wants to go she, well, you know what? You could be here in the studio and touch with Lysol, yeah. I mean, he's just sitting, it's like Fog City in here. Well, I, you know, I can't blame him. Who's in there with? <laughs> exactly so. You, you know, you know, um, uh, Wex, I do, I've done uh, uh, my Bible studies uh, on Zoom. Uh, you know, get 60 guys, and uh, it, it, it was. Uh, that was good. That was good, and I and I didn't know how to do it, but uh, Jimmy Mack uh, put it on for me. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah. So what's this guy's name? Jimmy Mack. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy McCarthy. He's a former FBI guy. There yeah. you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after the show. I, I might need some help. There you go. <laughs> so Jimmy, um, what did what have you learned uh, from uh, the coaches on the Zoom calls and the players? Uh, well. You know, I don't know where to start. I, I, I have learned off the Zoom calls that Roethlisberger looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he's, yeah. He's really throwing the thing. Yeah. So I, I think that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, what jumped in my mind was Ike Hilliard was really impressive. Right. I, I was really impressed by him, his Zoom call, his answers. I asked him, what does he bring – uh, as a wide receivers coach that's unique, that kind of sets him apart from other wide receivers coach. And he talked about spacing and timing, uh, uh, how important that is to a quarterback and how it's not as discussed as often as it probably should be and that he has, 
you know, how many years experience in helmet experience, they call mm-hmm. it now. Right. And uh, so he was impressive. Um, Matt Canada, you know, we all want more from Matt because it's almost like he's a uh, pseudo offensive coordinator. You know, everybody in Pittsburgh knows him from Pitt and, and what a good job he did there as an offensive coordinator. So I think people are expecting a little more from him and he wisely did not give more. Mm-hmm. I, I work for Randy. I work for Randy. If I can see something to help Randy and, uh, you know, he, he gave a little bit away, but not all that much. But he just he, – he seemed like another bright guy. It seems like uh, they, they've got some really, really good people in there this year. I'm really impressed with Hilliard and, and Matt Canada. Um, who else have we had? Today we have Deontay Johnson, which will be kind of interesting to get a receiver's perspective of Ben's. It, I want to know if Ben has really cut one loose yet. You know? mm-hmm. I didn't get to ask him that yesterday. Um I wonder, and, you know, uh, D- I'm hoping that he kind of keeps it a little reserved. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm a, I, I'm just yeah. a little afraid that he might, like, cut it loose a little too hard, yeah. too early. Right. But the raves that I heard it seemed to tell me that he's cut some loose. He's cut something. You know, it's, you know, we're getting into bad verbiage now, but. Uh, That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm kind of. We're all interested in that. Yeah. And uh, we'll also get Vince Williams on today, and uh, he'll. Uh, Keith Butler was pretty uh, interesting uh, with uh, Vince and how Vince just doesn't communicate well before the play, but during the play. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. Was, that I, was I, I love Vince, uh, Wex. I love Vince with Devin Bush because Vince is the thumper, and he's the anticipator. And uh, Devin Bush is the sideline, the sideline guys, the, the athletic guys. So I, I think they uh, they complement each other very well. And I think uh, Vince yeah. is a great blitzer. And you also have the opportunity to, uh, you know, Ulysses Gilbert. I think yes. I know you guys uh, impressed a lot of people last year uh, with his speed. So could he be that dime coverage guy or does do they do something with Terrell Edmonds or one of those big safeties? It seems like that's all they have are big safeties. And I'm kind of interested in your take, if you allow me to switch gears a little bit, you know, what's on, gonna... on Minka. Yeah. On Minka, because, you know, I'm doing, I'm finishing up this book on Polamalu and all kind of LeBeau quotes about uh, not wanting to waste Troy as a center fielder. And he, Boy, he didn't like getting stuck doing that. But then sometimes Troy would would make great interceptions deep. But he hated to waste him. So mm. with 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 that kind of philosophy, will they be wasting Minka if somebody else can't do some deep coverage while you're having fun with Minka doing Troy stuff? Well, Minka is more of a center fielder. I think Minka sure. is more like Ed Reed. That's uh, exactly what yeah, was in my, uh, yeah, my board. Uh, you know, Minka is more like Ed Reed than uh, Troy. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, if... but, but Troy, uh, Tunch, I think the same I'm, – I'm still – it's the same question, though. It's still a little bit of a waste, right? I think you, you – you take and highlight the best a guy's got. And I think if you look – here's what I thought. With Ryan – you got Ryan Clark and you got Troy, right? Ryan was more of the deep center guy. Troy was just – he had that fantastic yeah. anticipatory type uh, 
game sense. You know yeah. what? I, I don't know how to how do you categorize that stuff when you can time the leap over the top, when you can come out of nowhere and take down one of the fastest running backs in the league on a wide open play. I'm trying to remember the uh, I, guys, I, I, you know, I know I know Wolf, but don't you want to have some of that with Minka? Well, you, you know, I, I, think, I, I know I, Minka is guy. more like a center fielder. Minka was uh, not disappointing last year. He had two touchdowns. Uh, he had five picks. And uh, I, I, I just uh, I, I don't think Minka is Troy. I think Minka is Ed Reed. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah, let me ask you this: Did you find? Were you uh, a little bit put off by Bart Scott saying that, uh, saying calling Troy Polamalu or talking about Troy in the same breath as Ed Reed was disrespectful to Ed Reed? I found that really. Uh, I didn't like that very much. I thought that was disrespectful. Well, Bart, yeah, but Bart was a teammate. Bart, Bart was Ed Reed's teammate. Sure. I, I've got the same thing. If interviewing all these Steeler guys about Troy and, and Ed, do they? Re- it, oh, it, really? Well, no, not 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 to that degree. But we all know Bart's a big mouth, and he he appeared in the book with his big mouthosity. <laughs> <laughs> so when's the book coming uh, out? You know, uh, I I just finished the rough draft a few days ago last week, and uh, uh, we've got and now the, the my team is working, and I called the uh, printer that I like, and he said, you know. You're not the only guy that wrote a book during the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're, we're, we're pretty jammed because I don't know if we can get this thing out by Thanksgiving. That was my intended target. Okay. So it may, you know, it may not get out for Christmas. Get it and out for I'm not Christmas. Get it out for Christmas. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to rush it. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's really good. I really like it. And I want it to, I don't want to have stupid typos. Messing up before it's like going to be like four hundred pages. Really? Wow. Four hundred page notes column. Yeah. Wex, I know. Let me ask I you know. something, Wex. What'd you <laughs> What'd you find out about Troy that really like you went? Whoa! I didn't know that. I mean, because you've talked to him so long, you've had such a great relationship with him. When you did this book, tell me like um, something you went. Wow, that was really came out of nowhere. Well. You know, or can't you give it away? Of, well, he's uh, you know he's he's descended from royalty in Samoa. Really? He's uh, he's, uh, he's he's from a king, uh, the the main king of Samoa. And, Are you kidding me? Uh, mythology has this king coming from the god that created the islands, so that he could stand on the Samoan islands to watch over the South Pacific. No That's kidding. The mythology, and Troy is supposedly from this god. Huh. And Sean Nua, who's from the same exact hometown as the Polamalu family, not Troy, but the entire family, Sean Nua's father is still the village chief there at this town where the Polamalu clan grew up. No kidding. And, yeah, he, he verified this, and he warned me. He said, don't bring this up to Troy. He does not like this topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he, he is a Christ follower. There you go. Yeah. Right. And that, that was the second line. He is of a servant's mindset. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, Jimmy, I would uh, uh, put excerpts on uh, uh, Steel City Insider uh, from the, the uh, attracts people, and then you would be – uh, you would be selling a hundred, a thousand million copies. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna leave that up to you guys. We, we talk about it here. That will get me a couple million anyway. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Oh, but yeah. you, you know, I have been doing that, and and not just so much to 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 get a buzz going, but to provide copy for my paying customers. I mean, <laughs> there hasn't been much going on. <laughs> no, there hasn't been much going on. But you know what? I'm glad that something is going on. I tell you what. That quarantine was a long time. I didn't just quarantine. I quarantined, maybe yeah. even quarantined. But the fact is, that's pretty good. It's still that's going good on. Yeah. Well, the problem it's is, still yeah. Going on, Wolf. I know. I know. I still got to. I got to bring it down here. Yeah. But the thing is, at least something is happening. You know, the guys are out on the field. It creates a buzz, a little excitement. I love going on Steelers.com, seeing the pictures, seeing the film, listening to the guys talk. You know, because at least it's like. We're progressing. Do you know what I mean? I tell you, Wolf, you carried our site through this summer, man. You you were outstanding. Oh. I, I don't know why you're saying you you, you have no uh, thoughts about what was happening. You made stuff up. It was great. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's all whether it's... it was true or not. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I just did an article and I'm talking about uh, the the things that you're missing from training camp. Yeah, Wolf always says, don't let facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> the yeah. fact of the matter was, yeah. like, when when I talk about Tunch and I driving to training camp and making that turn on, that actually, that that's that's all true, man, I'm telling you. The stuff I take, yeah. it's it's true. I really wanted to just drive down 30. All I want to do is keep going straight. I don't want to check into camp. It's horrible. That was, you know, and, and, and I remember yeah. when Tunch looked at me and goes, well, they can kill us, but they can't eat us that's against the law do you do you remember when i got stung by oh, I the know. hornet at your house and, we, and and my eye swelled up he picked me up for one one year at training camp he comes up the front steps and he's smacking himself in the head when i come out the door and hear a bee stung him and his eye swells oh. all up he goes to camp with a swollen eye he goes through oklahoma oklahoma and everything he's all swelled up in the face yeah and and <laughs> and uh, uh the uh Buchanan uh, was a rookie. Uh, I, I forget his name, first name. He 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 thought I was winking at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the things that happen, man. I mean, it was just crazy, just crazy. But I think they're gonna. You know, the one thing that in this year, this really could have been a good year to have training camp if they were able to have, which they, of course they can. And but, preseason games. Yeah, and preseason games, just because uh, I think for Ben, I think for. And again, for for the young guys, you've got to have some sort of game experience. Right. So, well, everybody, every team's going to go through this, and I, I I just think this team is such a uh, under the radar powder keg. Yeah, it's just it's exciting, and you can just feel. You know, you talk to some of the guys. I talk to some of the guys in the off season uh, for the for the book, and they they just oh, I just hope we get this season in because you know this could be this could be a championship year for them. Yes. They're, they're, they're nervous about getting the season in, you know, all the, even the people in the front office and surround, not just the players. I think the players are a little nervous about, you know, mm-hmm. but the virus about the virus. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, but, but the people surrounding this team are like, Oh man, this could be our year. And yeah. it's exciting in that regard. Yeah. Hey, Wex, uh, uh, did you hear anything about the Oakley shield, uh, that's going on the inside of uh, uh, the face mask. I have not. 
No. Yeah, it, no, it, yeah, it, I haven't it, either. It's a, have you uh, done a Zoom call with Chase Claypool? I skipped that one. Okay, so, so what what, 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 did, what did you learn from Matt Canada? <laughs> um, you really put me on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> or what did you learn from Butsy? I learned that he was humble. Who? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to go to break because I know you got a Zoom call yeah. coming up right now, Wex. You got? I, I, I got to get no answers for somebody else. <laughs> Zoom call. I, I'm sorry, Tunch. I'm sorry. Not a problem. I, I'm telling him he, I, he didn't know, it, but you got uh, Deontay Johnson coming up here, right? So right. we got to get you off. What I time is Deontay Johnson? Like right now, eleven twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll let you go. Uh, thanks, Jim. We, uh, Appreciate you, buddy. We, uh, we love you, buddy, and uh, and we're gonna push the uh, Troy Palomalo. Uh, Absolutely, uh, we'll push book. it here. What's it, the title? It's Palomalo. Palomalo. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's original. <laughs> All right, thanks. Well, thanks I'm for joining sorry. us, Wex. Yeah. All right, thank All right, you. All right, thanks, Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider, uh, and uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. We're gonna take a break. Uh, if you want to. Dial in 412-919-1316. If you want to just uh, uh, call and uh, be part of the show, we'll welcome you. you Uh, He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with more stuff after this. Spend my days with a woman unkind. Smoke my stuff and drink. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So let's go to the phones. Uh, Chris from Austin, Texas uh, is on the line. Uh, Chris, welcome to the locker room. Hey, Tunch. Hey, Wolf. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I, I called to, to talk about two things that um, that I see with this year's team that's just got me as excited as I, I'm always excited, you know, coming into a new season. But this year, and tell me if I'm crazy, but uh, for one, I see something that Pittsburgh has this year that every single time that they've had this combination, and I mean every time, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, they've taken it to the house and won Super Bowl or Super Bowl. And that is a, a, a great defense by Steelers standards, yeah. by Pittsburgh standards, franchise quarterback, and then, of course, either Noel, Cower, or Tomlin. Yeah, Tomlin is a great, great coach. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. That, yeah, exactly. But if you think about it, uh, every time we've had the franchise quarterback and that defense, they've won Super Bowls. Right, time. right, right. And, and you know, I think uh, uh, Chris, I, I don't, I don't think you're too far off. Uh, um, you know, uh, Kansas City's going to be a challenge, uh, and Baltimore's going to be a challenge. Uh, but uh, I, I think we're going to do. I, I think we're going to have a great year. Kansas City is going to be a big challenge. But as great as Mahomes is, he doesn't see a third of the things that Ben does. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying Ben's better or, you know, factoring of Mahomes 
has earned everything he's got. You know, I'm kind of a fan. I grew up in Kansas City, actually. Hmm. Uh, and, and Wolf. Yeah. Wolf, hey, uh, the ribs at uh, 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 the smokestack. Yeah. Fiorella's. Let me, yeah, I yeah. you're talking the language of love, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up eating Fiorella's. Uh, it's, it's probably my favorite barbecue still in Kansas City. No we, went, we went Jack Stacks the last time we were there. Right, and Jack that was, Stacks was so great. If, if Fiorella's, is that what I'm saying yep. it right? Fiorella's, it's called Fiorella's Jack Stacks. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, then we're in the same place. Hey, Chris, uh, what's that uh, uh, great um, uh, barbecue place down in uh, Austin? Uh, well, there's there's actually a bunch of them now. My favorite is north of Austin. It's in Georgetown. They call him the, the Dark Prince of Barbecue. Is uh, <laughs> Well, it, it's because he, he usually has a red nose and he doesn't pay taxes all the time. But his his father <laughs> his father had maybe the first pit. His name was Lewis Mueller, and he had maybe the first pit in Texas. And so he's barbecue royalty. But I, he's got the magic touch of dad versus his brother runs the uh, the other operation, and it's it's world class. Texas barbecue. Ooh, that sounds yeah, because, good, man. Because my brother-in-law what? and sister-in-law live in Buda. Oh, right on. Well, you tell them Black Box Barbecue. John John Lewis Miller. It's the be- he's the best pit master Texas. Style oh man, I've ever had. Oh my gosh. But brother, but let me tell you. It. What your original part of the call you called about the defense? One of the things that first struck me was remember, um, now we've got the back end to support the front end. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, just getting back to this, the thing that that really sets it up is we've had you know fifty plus sack seasons before, but we didn't have the guys at the back end that could make the big turnover plays like we do now. Yeah. from Joe Hayden to Steve Nelson to Minka to Terrell. All to these Cam guys, Sutton and Mike Cam Sutton, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about that because it's like you said, you got the franchise quarterback, we got the great coach, we got some great office offensive weaponry, we got the great pass rush at the front end, but now we got a back end that can transition well in yeah. takeaways. This, this is what I'm talking about. Since 2010, to me, was the last time we had it. After that, everybody got old. Right. Now, yeah. You've got you on the inside. You know, I'm not going to name everybody, but it's damn near everybody. To it and Hayward, that's right. a nightmare. Dupree, uh, uh, Dupree and Watt, right. that's a nightmare. Bush and Vince, that's yep. going to be more of a nightmare than we know. Bush is going to make a second uh, second year jump. He yep. will. I mean, I believe it. What tells you? Then we've got uh, the best corners we've had since the mid aughts, probably. Uh, Hayden, Hayden and Nelson. Mm-hmm. Nelson's underrated. And then Minka. Yeah. Uh, that that's all three levels. If you're the offense, boy, you got your you got your work cut out for you now with that defense. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Chris. God bless you, bro. Thanks for the barbecue recommendations. Yeah. Next. Hey, can I tell you one thing? Can yes. I tell you one thing? Then I'll split. Okay. The other thing I want to mention about this team it's about matchups. The Steelers have never had an offensive matchup. Claypool, Ebron, uh, that other tight end, I can't think of his name. Vance McDonald. Uh, 
Vance McDonald, Ebron, Claypool, and then little Anquan Bolden to me is Juju. That is a huge grouping. The Steelers have never had that much size. Right. Ever. Yeah, but so it's going to be great in red zone. Thanks so, thanks so much, Chris. All right, brother. All right. God bless you. All right, let's go to Ed in Phoenix. Ed, welcome to the locker room. Thompson Wolf, so glad, glad to have you back. Uh, so sorry for support, so thanks. Good to talk to you, bro. Go ahead. My question is about Mr. Winston. You know, I'm in my 50s, and when you guys talk about thumpers, I remember the Littles and the Chili Bowls, and, and I don't know why, but I don't remember Dennis Winston at all, and it took me a while to even find uh, anything, and all I could find on Wikipedia is his playing years and the one fact that he substituted for Jack Lamb and or Jack Ham in uh, 14, yeah, which yep. I didn't even remember. So yes. I'm hoping for some more dirt on the dirt. Yeah, well, you know what? And and he went to uh, New Orleans. Uh, yes, uh, and then he actually came back. Yeah, he, that's, and spent yeah, a year with yeah, us. Yeah, you know, well, he was unusual because n- normally when a guy leaves, he don't come back. But he came back. Yeah. And the only other one I can okay, remember Wikipedia was Ray doesn't Penny. Even have that. What's that? Sorry, Wikipedia doesn't even have yeah. that he came back. But I'll tell you, you know what I always loved about him too? We used to, his nickname on the team was Idiot Mean. Yeah. He was, you know, after the the uh, <laughs> the Webby would call him. Yeah, that. he called because he was just so mean. So it, you know, that was it. Really said a lot about his personality. He was a tough guy, very very tough, hard hitting guy. Uh, and a, and and heck of a good teammate to have on your side, though. Right. When you go into a, a, an opposing stadium. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I realize you guys didn't overlap much, but any um, career highlights of his that would ring a bell to somebody like me? <sighs> yeah. You know, well, he was uh, he was great in the Super Bowls. Uh, the two. Uh, uh, the, the was he in two, two? Yeah, he was in two. Okay. I think. Uh, oh, I know that was okay. before us. Yeah. So. You know, I couldn't yeah. tell you. We didn't play that long with him. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Yeah. After every rep, when you hooked up with him, you knew who it was. Yeah. You know what? When I, I, I you know, when I tried to block him, he uh, lit me up and dropped me. And, uh, I, you know, I had uh, a, a rib bruise. And uh, my offensive line coach, Raleigh Dodge, came over me and said, he said, you deserve to get hurt. That was horse feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. does that answer it for you, bro? Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All right, you betcha. Thanks, uh, thanks. Uh, all he right, was we'll, a hard-hitting dude, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a break, and we'll take Chris and Jordan uh, after uh, the break. Uh, thank you for uh, calling. Uh, you know, it, we're going to four one two nine one nine one three one six. Wow, how about that? Like, yeah, we, yeah it's some patico. We're yeah. in unison. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. We're back uh, to close out the show. We've got uh, two callers. Can I have uh, a moment here? Just a what, moment you, for the you, greatness of Stevie Ray. Oh. Huh? Little Stevie Ray Vaughn. Yeah. Just listen to this, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. Yeah. All right, let's Bite go, your to, tongue, let's go to Chris in New Jersey. Chris, welcome to the locker room. 
much, Wolf. How you guys doing? Good. Doing fabulous, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to hear you guys are doing well, staying healthy. Uh, down the shore at my girlfriend's house, and I ran into an old friend of yours, Punch. He told me to give you a call and tell you he said hello. Uh, Who? Chet Parlovecchio. Who? Chet Parlovecchio. Oh, Chet Parlovecchio. Chet's a great guy. He uh, he played at Penn State, and he coached at the Tennessee Titans uh, for a while. And uh, tell Chet uh, – I look forward to uh, having another cigar with him someday. (laughs) Absolutely. He coaches in uh, northern New Jersey. Actually, he just retired. But, uh, you know, he's very well known in my area. And I just happened to run into him the other day. And we talked for about a half hour. It was pretty interesting to see, you know, the input he had on the NFL and a lot about the Pittsburgh Steelers and hanging out with you guys and all the good times. He's a great guy. I I love Chet. Are you at the seashore, did you say? I'm at uh, Manilokan Beach. Now, where's that? Uh, right around Lavalette, Point Pleasant. It's not far from Seaside. Okay. You got any of the remnants of the hurricane hit you? We did. We uh, we lost power for a couple hours, but fortunately, we got it on pretty quickly. I know uh, back home in northern New Jersey, they lost power for probably a couple of days. Okay. Good. Well, you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> well, one more quick thing. This, this defense, I mean, it's clear that they're going to be dominant this year. I think they have an opportunity to be top three defense, in my opinion. Even Maybe even match or be better than its defense from 2008 to 2010. I know there's, those are lofty expectations, but you got studs on all three levels of the defense, more so now than I think in years past. I just wanted to hear what you guys had to say about that. Oh, man, I, I just think the defense is going to be great. The, there's great pass rushers, great back end. Uh, I, I love the corners, Steve Nelson and uh, 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 Joe Hayden, and I love uh, the slot receiver Mike Hilton and Cam Cam Sutton is going to be pushing uh, uh, for uh, uh, for playing time too. So uh, we're, we're I, I just think it, and the the uh, the pass rush from uh, T.J. Watt and uh, Stefan Tuitt right. and Cam and uh, 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 Bud Dupree, I, I think it's going to be great. Think about this, and this is what's exciting to me. You got an offense now that's capable of putting up more than two touchdowns a game or 13 points or whatever it was last year. But not only that, you're going to force teams to play from behind. Yeah. All right? If Ben gets out there, gets his offense rolling, and you get in that situation where you jump out, you're up 21-7, you're up uh, you know, uh, 28-14, things like that, by golly, you're going to be setting the table for a monster mash feeding frenzy for that defense to go after the quarterback and get it done. Because, as I said, not only do you have the rush, but you got the back end capable of supporting the rush. You have people that can run in man coverage now and stick with man coverage that can create playmaking opportunities, transition. I think about when Devin Bush stripped the ball. I think it was in Miami, was yeah. it? Or whatever. Minka picked the ball up and you know comes along and gets that fumble and starts heading the other way. That's what you want to see. Transition right. work, playmaking, big plays, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I couldn't agree anymore with you. And I think with Ben back now, I think the running game is going to take off with Connor in the backfield. I think we'll be in a good position this year. Me too. we yeah. got to get the running game going again, though, baby. That's yeah. what we got to do. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys stay healthy, all right? All right. Thank you, bro. All right, Chris. God bless you. Have a great day. You too. Take care. All right. 
All right, let's go to Jordan in North Carolina. Uh, Jordan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Good, Good Jordan. Did you get hit by that, uh, that uh, hurricane at all? Uh, no, I had some family at, uh, at the coast that got hit a little bit and lost power, but we we had a little bit of rain. That was about it. Oh, cool. Good. Everybody's good. All righty. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to uh, get you guys' opinion on the uh, UDFAs, the un, uh, undrafted rookie free agents. Um, I, I see one that catches my uh, the Trajan Bandy. I was wondering if you guys could elaborate. I know it's early still. Yeah, you know what? I'm not real familiar on the undrafted free agents that and, they got. Yeah, and we haven't watched and practice We haven't yet. been able to see anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Other than you could say he's yeah. from this school, that school. Um, that's yeah. got to be something that we got to wait until we actually get to it. And, and Jordan, uh, the fact uh, uh, that it is uh, the f- – I, I I'm think the uh, undrafted free agents, rookies – uh, it's going to be tough. They're, they're going to be tough because there's no preseason games, and they and they can't make their mark uh, on special teams, and they can't make their mark uh, in the games. And so I, I just think it's going to be hard for it's going to be a real free, uphill battle yeah, for the rookie free agents. Okay. Well, uh, what about uh, I believe his name is Curtis Riley, the safety that we got. There was a he, he played in the NFL. I think he played. For the yeah, Giants. yeah. Curtis Riley was a journeyman. He he played uh, uh, for the Giants, Raiders, Raiders Giants, Tennessee and ten- Titans. Yeah, yeah. Titans. and um, uh, you know, I think he, I think he's a, uh, he's a uh, good player. You know, uh, you know, I think he's gonna uh, fit in well to the Steelers. Uh, and you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm a fan of his. Well, you talk about his, he's got over the top coverage capabilities yeah. when he went a 16 game, I forget whether it was with the Raiders or giants, but he, he had four interceptions, you know, so he's capable of doing some things that could be well used in this, you know, d- this defensive team. When you look at it right now, you're talking about having uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds, but then you've got Marcus Allen and you've got Antoine Brooks Jr. Jordan Dangerfield is the one safety who's a, he's a box safety. Yeah. And he's a special teams nightmare. Yeah. I mean, you know, the guy is, is great at that. But to get more production or more depth, I should say, at that safety position, Riley may be an answer. What He's signed right. to a one-year contract. Yeah, I, I'd like to see something that's more of an over-top safety than a, than a box. We don't, we don't have much depth for that position. Yeah, exactly. We so, have but a Minka, of, we got Minka, baby. Yeah, we got Minka, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I love Minka. I, yeah. I love Minka. Yes. He is. Oh, yes, just gotta stay healthy. That's all. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I know you guys got to end the show, but thanks for talking to me. All hey, right. thanks so much for the call, brother. Thanks, Jordan. Thank God bless you, buddy. Uh, you know, do we? Uh, Minka, you know, I was excited because you know when we first met him. Um, the kid's got a glow. Yeah. He's got a glow about him. He's right. one of those guys that, you know, like Troy, uh, you know, he's one of those guys um, that they come in and they, there's just something about him that, that attracts the ball, makes big plays. Right. Devin Bush is another one. You know, I mean, yeah, I know he's a high draft pick, and I know, yeah, he's got some incredible skills in that. But how they find the ball and right. the ball finds them is is just really something – that you go, wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that, and then that that's, uh, you know, we had uh, 
50, what, 54 turnovers last 54 year? 54 sacks. 54 sacks and uh, 38 turnovers. Yeah. 38 forced turnover. Or was it 28? I can't remember. No, I think it was 38. Uh, I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, um, the point being is you got that great production by the defense. Right. And with an offense, again, that can put the, oppos- the opposition offense – on its heels, having to pass, having to make big plays to come back, having to roll the dice and gamble. I like it even more for our defense because you can make bigger plays off of that. Yeah, yeah. And I and I, I think the uh the combination of the offense uh feeding the defense and the defense feeding the offense, I think it's gonna be uh, great this year. It'd be kind of like me at Jack Stack's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, you're feeding the <laughs> feeding frenzy, feeding, baby. Feeding your stuff. Uh, but you know, I, 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 I want to, I want to go to practice. I understand. Uh, I first of all, there's got to be a practice, right? You know, and that's where they got to get, and that's why I think it's important that everybody adheres to all the right the COVID stuff, you know, the regulations and everything, so that we can move forward in this. I don't know in my mind. I don't know how you play with a mask. Right. I just that just. Well, you know. That's the, that would be really play hard. Play with the Oakley Shield. You guys used to wear shields. You're talking about the the the, the eye shields. Yeah, but the the full shield. Uh, I've never I, seen a full shield. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, uh, the people used to play with the shields to protect their eyes. Uh, and well, I know the upper part. Yeah. You know. But uh, I, I don't know a full face shield. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I would wear it. You would? Yeah, I would wear it. I don't it. know that I would. Yeah. Um, that would be difficult. Yeah. It's funny now because it, the NFL had gone all through the pains of outlawing those, you know, the dark shields yeah. that James Harrison wore. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and now you, you're bringing them back. Now they're back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I And I think uh, it's uh, it, it's. Good. You know what we got to do is going to be interesting to me is I saw a thing from the NFLPA, and they are going with this virilize, and it's a way they're going to disinfect stadiums. Yeah. And they do it with a drone, you know? With a drone? Yeah. They, they, you know what? We could strap you to a drone with your can of Lysol and just, you could, we could hover you over the stadium. You could, like, be just. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking about maybe we should uh, see if we find somebody from there and call them up because that would be interesting. Right. You know, yeah. and I think that, that would probably allay, probably allay a lot of fears for a lot of fans yeah. if you were able to do the whole stadium. Like, but, that's pretty you know, cool. but I, I think that uh, there's only going to be a third of the fans in the stadium. True. Uh, and uh, But I, I also think maybe there's going to be no fans in the stadium. Well, in some places, I know, yeah. like Philadelphia, the Philadelphia yeah. mayor said there's no fans, whether it's NFL, uh, NBA, baseball, what have you. You know, so that I don't know. But this I do know. They, they did say in Baltimore that they would, you know, have a certain amount. I can't remember what it was. It was like in the teens. Yeah. And 80,000. And I'm sitting there, when I heard that, because you got 80,000-seat stadium there in Baltimore. Right. And then, you know, you with the problems you always have with the idiots in front of the right. The, the, I, I I was just I, I always you know I was like, a, you get into arguments with the fans in front of the radio booth. There. Yeah, it's like shut up already, would yeah. you? That that was fun. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I told you one time ago, don't get in a fight until I get up there. Yeah, all they, right? they, you know they were they were the big about protesting uh, the kneeling, and I said, quit, put down those beers, <laughs> put down those beers. 
You and know, then they start yelling at you. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, look, Billy's not going to have your back like yeah, I'll have your yeah, back, yeah. okay? They, they, you know, they were drinking all beers, and I said, put down the beers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, show some goodness. respect. Show some respect. Well, there's always problems in Baltimore. Right. Ever yeah. since the, uh, was it uh, Saragusa? I, I remember they they got on Myron. That's yeah. where the first time I got into it. With yeah, them. that's uh, right. Yeah, and then your chart, your 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 play chart went out the window. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember no, that? That was at Denver. Oh, was that at Denver? Yeah, yeah. Oh, at Mile High, the thing went out yeah. the window. Did the fans get, they gave it back to yeah, you? Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. They were nice guys. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Well, better mannered in Denver. Yeah, of course, in Mile High, you know that was always. Uh, I hated. I hated playing in Denver. Yeah, that was just because too much of the of altitude. Lung. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean it just wrecked your lungs, man. I right, mean, you couldn't get enough oxygen in. Yeah, uh, and Chuck uh, told us. Well, that was a lie. Right, Chuck fooled us. That yeah. was a little little uh, Tom uh, Chuck foolery. You know, yeah. as he, uh, you know, he and he told us that we could be in Denver and not be affected by the altitude for right. 48 hours. If, yeah. you're in, if you're in Denver and you're in there 48 hours or less, it doesn't bother you. Yeah. And we went through warm-ups, and what did I say? Yeah. I said, he lied. Yeah. Chuck lied. I yeah. can't breathe. Yeah. But uh, you you were stuck in the uh, uh, the, the oxygen tank. The oxygen tank. Me and Dunny. Yeah, yeah. You How were... about when? Remember when Dunny intercepted Elway in that little middle screen in down 80, at the goal 1984. Line? Yeah, and when he, we he came, to, <laughs> came to the sidelines. He said, "You know, if I had cut to the sidelines, I'd have taken it all the way." Yeah. Yeah, right. You got it. You got back two yards. His yeah. return was two yards. I'm sorry, two steps. Yeah. It was just two steps. <laughs> but that was a great interception on oh, the screen. It yeah. Oh, it was just amazing. Yeah. But that was a great game. And yeah. who knew the greatness that lay ahead of Elway? You knew Elway yeah. was going to be great. But yeah. um, just the fact that, uh, you know, um, to be able to beat him up in Denver at mile yeah. high, that, you know, that was great. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And so, you know, we uh, we were – that place was so loud when we entered it, and you could have hear, heard a pin drop – when we, when we exited, left. yeah, because we uh, we beat them. So uh, Stan Severn is going to be on next, the Godfather himself. Uh, we're going to be on tomorrow. He's Wolf. Uh, I'm touching. You've been in the locker room. Thank you, Jake. Uh, a great job uh, as always. And You're in so, prime shape, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a great. He he does a great job uh, spinning the hits from coast to coast uh, and. Uh, putting up uh, the uh, sound that we need. God bless everybody. So long.